welcome to Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk. We're talking TV, movies, video games, action figures, comic books, and so much more. Did I mention anime? That's included in so much more. I'm not Lawrence St. Victor. Lawrence St. Victor's not Jack Walker Pearson. Jack Walker Pearson is definitely not Christopher St. Victor. And Christopher St. Victor is not Richard Wilson. But we got all of them in the house. Yeah. Hey, man. Today we are talking Marvel Secret Invasion. Why? I don't know. We're looking for content. But that's what we're talking about. But before we get to all that, gentlemen, how have your weeks been? Okay. <laughs> and moving along. Oh, man, how good are we? I mean, yeah, much like what we're about to talk about. Just okay. Yeah, it's been night. Good night. I had a good week, man. I, yeah. I finished Snowfall, although it's been done forever. Nice. Okay. Thought it was kind of had that Game of Thrones feeling, like kind of rushing to the finish line. But good finish line, but definitely rushing to the finish line. I started watching um that Korean action crime drama, uh, Bloodhounds. It's on Netflix. Oh, How was yeah. that? All right. I exp- it's okay. I uh, not enough fighting. Like this thing really? feels. You go a whole episode with no fighting. Nah. Can I tell you? I was really surprised because when the when the dudes got their shirts on, they look kind of small. But the second they take their shirts off, they look pretty jacked. They are growers. Tell us some more about it. Right? How excited did you get? Huh? I am definitely not watching this show. <laughs> no, it opens with a dope boxing match. So in your head, you're like, okay, they're setting up that there's probably going to be a fight scene every episode. Not really. But it's it's still pretty cool to watch though. How many episodes are you in? Episode three. There's, and there you was, haven't seen three fights. No, there was a little fight scene in episode three between other people, which you did oh. get a dope fight scene at the end of episode one. The main guy versus like six guys, and it's interesting. I've never seen like boxing uses a martial art in a fight scene before because he just huh. boxes them. He's just it's not it's not kickboxing. He's just all hands and he just gets low and just gut punching everybody. Bang, bang. Fight's pretty cool. I wonder how they're gonna keep that interesting. Oh, I know how. They're just not gonna have fight scenes. I mean, that's yeah. very not John Wick. Every other punch lands to a grapple. They didn't grapple, or they tried to, but he covers up like a boxer and waits for an opening and it throws that kidney shit. Yeah. As I gotta check that out, because there's a we a reason why mixed martial arts is kind of where it's at because it's everything mashed up you got everything at your disposal you want a knee here's a knee you want an elbow how about that guy well that's what happens at the end of the first fight he fights a guy that decides to start kicking and it's done (laughs) well okay (laughs) he gets got and um i think that's been my week if something else comes up I'll, i'll say it but that that was my week how about you rich my week's been work and uh Looking at too hot to handle. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> by yourself or with your lady? Uh, by myself. By myself. <laughs> I just put it on. It, it becomes background noise, and you just like look at it like this is what people's drama is. Like this is your this is your whole thing. You invite yourself to to be part of this thing, and then you're upset because you're part of this thing. Are you watching yeah. the first season? No, uh, whatever the latest one is on, season four. They're, they got four seasons. Yeah, they got four wow. seasons. Yeah. For those who don't know, Too Hot to Handle is a bunch of young adults um, that go on an island and they cannot have sex. Uh, They don't know this at first, but they go on and later on, after like the first night, it sprung up on them, hey, 
you can't have sex. And every time you break a rule, you can't have sex. You can't have any type of intimate contact. All right. And every time you break this rule, you lose money. Yes, there's a cash prize. I forgot if the couple wins it or whatever the case may be. But huh. every time you do something, you kiss, uh, you, you, some type of inappropriate contact, having sex, whatever the case may be, you lose money. So there's always like one person who's like, it's like, like bankrupt. <laughs> no, 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 not not oops. There's always one person that's like, yo, I'm about this money. Y'all need to get about this money. And then everyone else is like, sure, yeah, I'm about the money. <laughs> oh, Oops, because the money. I is tripped cool. and fell on this, eh, and you know what I'm saying? See, it's pool, but this is what they don't tell you. I saw the end of season one, and like about seven people made it to the end. They didn't tell them like you, sp- you guys all split this money. <laughs> So it's like a million dollars split eight ways after taxes. It's like y'all might as well have got it in. <laughs> Eighty-five cents. Man, it is what it is. But um, that is been. It. Oh, I beat Diablo. I was gonna say. Oh. I know you've been gaming. I'm on. I'm on the. Uh, yeah, I'm on the. Uh, the end content. And let me tell you, I fought my first world boss, and I am upset. Like a legit. 15 minute fight. I thought it was going to be a longer fight, but it was like 15 minutes. All of a sudden, the world boss world boss got away. I'm just like, what are you talking about? Had a, less than a quarter of health left. Everyone there smashing on this thing. The world boss got away. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. I mean, got, I don't understand. Got away. Like, got away. Like, escaped. Yeah. You, that, that's the end of the game? No, that wasn't the end of the no. game. That was like no. a, an event. That everyone is supposed to give you like oh. great loot once you oh. kill the guy. And it was like, he ran away. No way. <laughs> so that's going to get... And I, and I thought this, this battle was going on forever because it was kind of... Because everyone has, like, every every boss has, like, an attack pattern. Once you figure out the attack pattern, like, fighting it kind of gets a little mundane, right? Sometimes they'll switch it up. But, you know, you do this and it, it feels like you're fighting the thing for, like, 45 minutes. And then I really I looked at it. It was, like, maybe, like, 15 because I put on a potion for 30 minutes that boosts up my stuff. And I was like, my potion's still going. Why do I still have party? Like I came to party. I got my boys with me. I got my skeleton crew. I got my golem. What are we doing right now? He ran away. Come back for this ass kicking. But anyway, outside of that, that's been that's been my week. Good, good week. Glad you went gaming, Chris. Uh, I finished watching Black Mirror. A little. Oh, I did too. What did you? Yeah, a little underwhelming. A couple good spots, but it was alright. Um, did you feel like two of the episodes they weren't Black Mirror episodes? What the Soul de- the Demon seventy nine was like, and the and and the uh, Maisie Daisy they, yeah they, was, they were like well, first of all Maisie Daisy made no damn sense we she hit someone then all of a sudden it just turned into something totally different and then once we once we're about to get an explanation that the episode ends it's like what it felt like more like Tales from the Crypt episodes than like Black Mirror. Yeah. Technology, dark side of technology episodes. Yeah. It was Isn't weird. that normally what it is? Yeah. What? Well, it's supposed to be dark technology, like dark side of technology, but these episodes were just like. Especially we, the demon one had nothing to do with it. I was nothing. trying to find the technology. It was in the 70s. Like, there was yeah. no technology in it at all. It's weird. Yeah. I enjoyed it though for what yeah, it was. It was but. good. It was just, I, I, I look forward to it so much. I was just disappointed. Yeah. Warm mm. up. And then, uh, what else? Oh, I, I started I I started watching uh, the American God series, which is okay. dope. It's, it's they yeah. take a lot from the comic, which is it's cool. Great. Yeah. Um, I watched the first two episodes, and I've been playing a lot of Minecraft. Hey, Minecraft. Yeah. yeah, not by choice. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Minecraft can get kind of fun. You know, you got the posse in there. 
I'm not gonna lie. We kind of got a dope little setup. Um, we started creative and then we converted to survival. So now we have everything we need. Ooh, we have yeah. a we got a boathouse. We have rails that take us across the world. Powered rails. Mm-hmm. Sebastian knows everything, so I just tell him what we, you know. We just build it, and we have netherite enchanted armor. Come on, man! Okay. Come see me. Nanobite mm-hmm. enchanted armor. Uh, netherite. First oh, of all, very different. Put some respect on that. What are you talking about? Netherbite? Yeah. What? Anyway, <laughs> uncultured heathens, Chris. I'm telling yeah, you. I know. That's what I'm saying. Shoot. That's well, it. how was your my, week, Jack? Oh, my week. Thanks for asking. <laughs> well, at the top of the year, we talked about what content uh, we were most excited for coming out this year. And we chose, like we had done the year before, if you could only have three things, what three things would you choose? One of the things I listed this year was a video game called Final Charles. Oh my bad, Charlie. Yeah, Charles. Charlie. Wow. So Final Fantasy 16 dropped, Mm -hmm. and you know what's funny is I played the demo. Yeah. And I I enjoyed the demo a lot, Mm -hmm. and then I almost didn't get the game. And Mm. then I said, you know what? Wait, why? Well, I had been playing. Um, Elden Ring a lot, and it is a very different game. And I went ahead, I got the game, of course, and I'm like three, four hours into the game, and it's pretty great. And it reminded me how much it is exactly why I like Final Fantasy series. Um, the story is great, the graphics are insane. It's not open world like Elden Ring. Elden Ring mm. is like all bets are off, man. You pretty much go wherever you want, right from the jump. Yeah. And you can walk there, you can ride there. That's not this. This is kind of got a closed map set up, but the story is pretty great right now. And three hours in, the twist that happens, oof, it's like, let's wrap this podcast up so I can see what's next. <laughs> hey, all right. All right. That's a good, That's a good uh, feeling to have when you're playing the yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm glad that I didn't wait a year to jump into it. You know, like I got Elden Rings and I waited almost a year before I started playing it. So this thing came out this week and I'm I'm fully committed. So I'm definitely going to be playing it uh, out. All right. And they, they dropped a gameplay for the next Final Fantasy VII remake installment. And it looks great. Yeah, I didn't finish that first part. What's you wrong with you, man? I don't know. What are you doing with your life, Rich? Saying, uh, a Rich. lot of other stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> too, too, too hot to handle. Gotta, gotta too hot to handle, too man. To How are you going to make it off this island without touching stuff? I actually have one more thing to add. I had a ridiculous conversation with a friend of mine named Jason. And Do we know me, this Jason? No, we don't. We don't know him. Hmm. And it made me think, because he did not like The Flash. And then I talked about Spider-Man No Way Home, and he did not like that either. Wow. Oh, you know what? Oh, just throw, him, wait, wait, throw wait. him away. Well, I, he's already, Rich, he's been thrown away for other offenses. Okay. <laughs> but uh, he said he didn't like the Flash, and it made me think, like, we had a conversation, and I was like, has, you know, like every origin story or most superhero movies kind of follow a similar formula and mm-hmm. kind of see it over and over again? Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's the very formula that makes the casual viewer invested. The more comic booky we get, the more deep into the culture we get, the more you risk losing the regular audience member. And the Flash is so comic booky. I wonder if the regular audience member is struggling with the idea of time travel, multiverse. You're you, but you don't look like him. I, I, it's so geeky. And I, I wonder. 
there's there's no way that's the case. I mean, look at all the Marvel and other multiverse content we're getting saturated with. But this was geekier than that. This was he went back in time and accidentally ended up in a multiverse, and we explained it over a bowl of spaghetti. Like this requires you to be a geek to come into this thing with the whole knowledge of how this works. I think and Jason didn't he didn't get it or it didn't impact him. And I was telling him like. Well, we're at a place now where the casual formulaic movie, the safe one that works for everyone's getting played out. But if we get too far into this geeky culture, if we go into actually infinite crisis, you're losing your general audience. But they don't. This, but Flash followed the formula. I mean, we literally see him lose the powers, gain the powers. Right. That- but- it asked the audience to first understand the multiverse, also understand time travel, also understand multiple different paradoxes in the same film. Like it, it asks a lot. Like we get it. It's like layman. It's like we get it. it's layman terms to us. But think about it. If, if I asked Shay to go see the see the Flash, when she saw Spider Man No Way Home, she thought it was stupid. Really? She was like, so she she says, so this guy instead of just telling the villains stop your bad ways or you'll die on your Earth. He risks the universe to rehabilitate these guys. She's like, that's the dumbest I've ever seen in my life. Hmm. From the beginning, she was like, that was dumb. Well, without, the, without the cameos, she would have been like, this was stupid. Peter's dumb. And Doctor Strange risks the fate of the universe so his friends can get into college. Like, it's a dumb premise. It, it really is. No, it really is. But as geeks, we see it in a different way. But the regular, like, casual person, so for the Flash, is like, you can get real confused real quick if you're not a geek. And I just wonder, I'm not saying that's the reason why it's not doing well, but it was interesting hearing someone who's a casual audience member go, it was dumb. But yeah, but the other problem with the reason it's not doing well is if you look at all the films that's come out this month alone, you know, we have four major, major tentpole films that apply to the same audience group for the most part. And it's right in the middle of them. Yeah. And then, you know, there's the whole stigmatism of the, Miller situation and if you didn't grow up on Michael Keaton that's not a draw so it's right. like there's there's a whole weird thing with this film that uh, yes it's massive so, underperforming so, so same thing with Keaton that still requires you to be the geekiest of geeks who grew up with Batman and you can't but a casual audience member is like just give me a good movie like oh the guy from the 90s is back okay like Shay be yeah. like okay that's fine he oh, kind of the, the best movie? thing about the, him and her are kind of the best thing about the film though I know, but if you're casual, that's not why you're coming. True. So it might be why you stay. We'll have more to say about it during the news, but I thought it was interesting talking to someone who's not a geek that went, I don't get why this is important. It's it's like he doesn't like when superheroes are teaming up in each other's movies. He thinks it's dumb. Really? Oh. I I think we forget how geeky we are. A guy at work was talking about Spider Man No Way Home. He was like, that's stupid. So you're telling me that these other movies that are reboots are not part of a multiverse when they just rebooted the movies with different actors? You want me to get behind that all of a sudden now they're in the same world? He's like, that's stupid. I love it. Because yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. geeks. But hearing someone who's not a geek look no, at but it, it's like... But, it's but anyone who's consumes the... Okay, yeah, fine. But, I guess that makes you geek. But you're... You, listen, I'm sorry, man. You're innately a geek. If you're walking into that movie theater in the first place, F you, man. What do you think you are? You're categorized right. now. But yeah. to get to, but to get to a billion dollars, you need the casual audience to yeah, come show yeah, that's up. That's true. That's true. We don't we don't get to a billion. We can watch it five times in a row. We need the casual audience to show up to get to a billion. But anyways, Chris, I got a question for you. What's that, Lawrence? My dad's a superhero. Can you guess what his name is? 
I'm going to avoid something racist and have you just answer me. <laughs> <laughs> and they're related. Because <laughs> you know the only answer that comes to my head. So go ahead, Lawrence. He just upstaged the whole joke. <laughs> like, what can, I, what can I possibly say now? We <laughs> don't need anymore. All right. I guess we can move on. <laughs> we'll come back. What, what, what like, was the answer? At least tell me what it was. The Invisible Man. Oh! Because I never see him. <laughs> but anyway, and that, that's actually... Wait, wait, wait. What was your answer? <laughs> wait, what was your answer, Chris? What is... What is... <laughs> That's how it's always your answer even more racist. <laughs> now my dad was there growing up, guys, so just know uh, that that's you know it's part of the joke. But... I was there for that too, so yes. This is a Dragon Ball Z joke. Oh man. Man, but Ooh, unfortunately, wow. eight out of ten black men, that joke does apply. Their dad wow. was the invisible man. Yeah. And on that statistic, we're going to head on down the road, take a left of the light, three stops at the stop sign, and we're going to find ourselves at the Collector's Corner. It's showing time! Here at the Collector's Corner, we're taking toys from our trunks, video games out of our vaults, comics from the cases, and we're showing them to the world. They can be worth millions of dollars, or in Chris's case, just sentimental. Hey, I got some valuable stuff. That's kind of true. (laughs) And all your valuable stuff has been fingered to death. (laughs) (laughs) Leave that out of it. And gentlemen, what are you bringing today? I'll go first because my stuff is not sentimental. Because I'm just adding to my addiction. Um, (laughs) This is a sad tale. So you got, Rich? I got got a little thing from... What up? So uh, there's a place called Box Lunch. Yeah. Um, they're in malls and whatnot. And they had a little deal going on. So I picked up the Wakanda Forever Shiri. Oh, and, like, cool. Diamond. She got the uh, the kind of like uh, sparkly track outfit when she when she went to the college to pick up uh, what's oh, her name, Riri. Yeah. So I, I, I've always saw this one and I was like, yeah, I want to get that. But I'm like, I just never got around to it. But I caught this on sale. And I'm like, yeah, I want to catch that. It's the diamond collection. So, um, yeah, that's that. Oh no, but what, that's not what, that. Wait, wait, what else is on the back of that? Is, are they are there other uh, diamond collections? I don't. No, I don't think pops? they're they're diamond collections. They're just uh, they're just regular. They're just what's a part of the spot collection uh-huh. series, uh-huh. I should say. So, but this one is specifically a diamond collect from the diamond collection. And then to add on to my Spider-Man across the Spider Verse, I got Spider-Man. Twenty ninety nine. Sick. That is dope. Yeah. And that uh, is dope. That'd be it. Well, Almost right. done with the back of the box. I got to get uh, Spider Man India and uh, Medieval Vulture, and then we're done. They oh. really need to come out with a Spider Punk. Like? Yeah, how's it not a Spider? I seen them. I seen them before. I just haven't picked them up yet. Mm, that's cool. But yeah, that's that. So, but I think I okay. <laughs> Uh, who, who's next? Oh, there we go. So I got yeah, and Michael Keaton 
right. But Michael Keaton figure, finally. I think Lawrence had a hand in this. This is my Father's Day gift that I didn't get to show, but uh, yeah, man, this thing is dope. So, nice. Supposedly, it... these are worth a lot of money, Jack, because really? you can't find them, Jack. Really? Actually, they're marked up. I went to a comic book store today, and they're going for like 50 bucks now. Okay. Oh. They sold out on the first day. They're only aftermarket. That's why I can't get these, these steals. And there's, you know, uh, McFarlane just dropped uh, pre-orders for Doomsday. Their Doomsday. Yeah. We're going to talk about that during the news. Remind me. Don't get it. It don't look as good as mine. Don't get it. Don't get it. Let me show one more thing because Jackson okay. is with money. So we bought a lot of GI. <laughs> I bought a lot of loose GI Joes. Uh, uh, sounds like they have problems, but okay. And then this one came. This major blood came. I paid thirty dollars for the lot. This major blood is worth ninety bucks, Jack. Yes, sir. Okay, ninety bucks. That is right. a good looking Joe. He has loose morals, but okay. Yep, and he has loose has... morals. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, this one's actually older than I am. Chris, I'm I'd like to publicly apologize to you. I, I think I got you can. Fused with the other Saint Victor. I appreciate that. Well, man, I got a hundred dollar toy on my dresser. What? <laughs> Talk to him, man. <laughs> <laughs> How does Lawrence have his entire inventory at arm's reach? Always, man. Always. Y'all be talking trash. We're talking about Willis. <laughs> oh, real quick though, for those watching, do not spend a lot of money right now on those Michael Keaton figures because McFarlane just announced. Now he's releasing a 1989 two-pack Batmobile and Keaton figure. So oh. guaranteed when that comes out, the price of the Flash Keaton figures will probably go back down if you can find it. Womp womp. No. <laughs> <laughs> or not, because that suit's you know specific. But um, I'll go next because Jack's going to kill it. Um, What I have isn't valuable, but it's valuable to me. Look, I love the Flash so much. I love DC. I'm a DC guy. I love the characters. That I had to go and cop this. Supergirl. Okay. Um, yep. I really enjoyed her performance. I like the the figures. Okay, they could have got a better likeness. Uh, McFarlane's a hit or miss when it comes to live action figures, but I think the costumes dope, and I thought she did a great job. And I figure I can have her standing next to Cavill in my collection because that's the only time they're gonna be together. Unfortunately, so hey. I got my super girl. Super girl. Super. So good. It is, but I, it's. It's kind of heavy though. I don't. I think it's gonna make the figure have a hard time. I mean, I mean in the movie. Well, most McFarlane figures don't really stand up. Terrible stand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Will the real McFarlane figure please stand up? Please stand up. Please stand up. Too much joke. Too much force on the knees, and you get uh, it breaks at the knee joint. Yeah, they just like their whole feet explode. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Today, what? I'm also not showing anything of. Uh, maybe financial value, but I was in Texas relatively recently, and what I did manage to pick up while I was there was my first ever toy ever. Oh, excuse okay. me. This is my first ever toy ever. Ever. I What's believe it. Them? I believe <laughs> that was that might be the first toy ever made. What is that? It looks like they're gonna make a movie about that. That's gonna be like, how's it kill people like that? Yeah. Yeah. Movie that could yeah. look horrible. Like. I, I think it's frightening, Jack. It no, well, it, it didn't used to look like this. This is Jack. My what does it smell like? It looks like what <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, it smells like Irish Spring uh fabric softener because I washed this thing. Um that's a dangerous cool. move. You wash that, it might not have come yeah. out. Well, I sewed his head back on about 17 times. You can see the stitches. This thing has been Barely, stabbed, literally shot, hanging on by a thread. Burnt, blown up. <laughs> I've cut his hand off. 
I mean, this guy had just decades of abuse and love. Uh, my sorry, neighbors are we calling made abuse it, love. What? What now? In this case, <laughs> that's it how was Jack expresses his love. <laughs> I wish that toy can talk. I, right? I, he probably needs therapy. <laughs> Help! <laughs> just get, please. This, this toy was. This toy was is my green baby. That's his name, Green Baby. Okay. And it was made by my neighbor when my mom got pregnant. She sewed it. And so it's actually older than I am. Wow. All right. Nice. Look at that's a face only a mother can love. (laughs) Don't look at it too long. It might possess you. Yeah, I got it. He just gave me a great idea for a movie like Toy Story, but the kid, but it's a horror story because the kid with the toys is like a masochist. (laughs) Yeah, he's just sick. Isn't that what part one was about? The guy was like melting toys and stuff. But the lead kid, like the lead. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, you got a friend in me. Kid. Yeah, but like, listen, I Andy never left this one alone. Facts. Still got him. That's a good point. Yeah. Where, sure, sure. where are you now, Andy? You gave all your toys to us to a daycare. Right. Like most abusive relationships there. They always still got each other. Hey. hey. On that note. Oh, yeah, real quick. Real we're quick. Still, real quick. We're still doing that. Okay. Just, let's um let's put that thing. Give me my thumbnail real quick. <laughs> it makes it easier to uh Awesome. I can't wait to figure out how to describe that, Jack. <laughs> terrifying. Hauntingly terrifying. Um, right. Okay. Well, on that note, I think it's time to go to that deep dark. Mm. It's time for Anime Alley with Richard Wilson. Nah, so anyway, uh, in the uh, <laughs> Anime Alley, we uh, we talking about The Big O. Oh, the big O. Isn't that you what we know. were talking about? That deep. You know. Dark. Nope. That's what I the alley. The, 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 we're talking about uh, the big O, Roger Smith, who pilots the big O, and the big O is it's not a sex toy. Let me let you know right now. It is a mech, okay? Oh. Difference right. being? I'm sorry, Chris. You've never seen the big O? No, I've never you, seen the big O. You ask him you, if, you, he's, if he's ever seen anime? Uh, you know, you're right. Stupid question. Um, <laughs> I know Robotech. I see Robotech. He knows Dragon this, Ball Z. It's, it's a robot you put yourself into, Chris. Yeah. How, yeah. Can, I, how can I explain the Big O? It's more like he's kind of like Batman. He's kind of like Bruce Wayne. He has a butler. Um, oh. Yeah, he does have a butler. You never seen the Big O either? I've not seen the Big. Is it is it older anime? Has it been it's on an for older a while? anime? Yeah. My bad, man. It's been on Adult Swim. Okay. Anyway, so I'm gonna give you the plot real quick. After falling, after failing. To negotiate with terrorists at the cost of his client, his client's life, Roger Smith is obligated to care for Dorothy Wainwright, a female, a young female android. Over the course of the series, Roger Smith continues to accept negotiation work from residents of Paradigm City. Now, thing is about Paradigm City, people have lost their memories. A big a cataclysm has happened. It left the city kind of in disarray, um, fractured. People lost fractions of their memory, including Roger Smith. And as the series goes on, he he's fight he fights other people, other mechs, and he, he kind of gets his memory back slowly but steadily. And he finds out how he, he came across the big O and everything like that and why he's so familiar and in tune with it. Um, it is a dope series, honestly. Like, Why is it called the big O? And is, why it, is, her is it ironic? That's no, that's just the name of the, the robot, bro. The big O. Not, 
It's got nothing to do with orgasm. It got nothing to do with orgasm. I'm no. not watching it. Then. That's, a, that's a loss. That's a missed opportunity. All right, first of all, all of y'all are just a bunch of freaking heathens. Anyway, um, yeah, it, it, like I said, he's uh he's rich. Don't know why he's rich, but he's rich. He has Reason. a butler. Um, you know, he has a robot in a secret lair. Oh, he he has a watch in which he can communicate with the robot and call it to him, like. You know, it's like Batman. Right? We gotta watch this, Chris. Where it's like Batman. Should. And then the android comes and it kind of boosts the power of the robot. I mean, what are we talking about? It's it's oh, pretty yeah. dumb. Is it has it has it finished its run? Is it like yeah? It's, old, it's, like it's, no it's, more? it's been finished. It, it came out uh, two thousand two, November hmm. two thousand two, and like... finished in September two thousand three. Oh no, oh. sorry, that's the, that's the manga. <laughs> January two thousand three and March of two thousand three is when the, uh, the the show ran on Adult Swim. So the manga is it's a short it's a short ish story. Yeah, so there's only only two volumes of the manga and thirteen episodes of the anime. I can do that. <laughs> I can do that. that. Low. Okay. I can do that. Rich, how rich is it? Um uh, it's it's pretty good. What it's that pretty mean? good. I mean you should watch it. We we should watch it. We you don't watch have it. to watch it. You don't it. have to watch it. You should watch it. Okay. It's okay. a good watch. Like I said, it's 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 Batman. He's pretty much Batman. He does look kind of like Batman. He looks like Bruce Wayne a little bit. Yeah, see? If I Google Big O, will this anime no. come up? Rogers. <laughs> put a Roger Smith, the Big O. Yeah, put it in there. Put it in there. But I, Okay, the whole name. Just, just, on, just don't type sure. in Big O. I'm going to try the other. <laughs> oh, boy. The Big O. Clearly no, it pops just... up. It pops oh, up. Oh, this dude o. looks like freaking Bruce Wayne. There we go. See? It looks like Bruce Wayne. There it is. He does. Okay. All right, I'm watching. I'm gonna it. watch it right after this. I'm gonna watch it. Liar! Alfred looks You're like such Alfred a liar. With an eye patch. Alfred was an eye patch. There you see. Listen, man. And his How neck can... looks dope. It's like almost villainous. It it's all, does it's... look kind of villainous. Yeah. I'm interested. Yeah. I'm interested. I'm checking it out. Well done, Rich. Well, I think it's time for some news. It's time for the news. <laughs> Okay, well, Jack, you kind of started it earlier, so let's talk about it. McFarlane's dropping some toys, man. It's like Superman's 85th anniversary. So we're getting a couple of uh, toy packs. First, we're getting um, a Superman versus Ultraman 2-pack. It looks mm. terrible. Oh, okay. It's pretty much old figures with new heads, but the- <laughs> I'm going to show you a picture of this. Yeah. <laughs> it looks bad, man. And McFarlane did a really good job of hiding it. So I have to find it on a different page. <laughs> they didn't want to listen to their shit. No, the way, yeah, Superman, Ultraman, too. But basically, it's the toys we already have. Now, what's really cool is you you can set them up on like this broken daily planet structure. So the okay. setup is really good. Um, and then it also comes with a ton, the um the the bad Adam version from Ultraman's universe comes in in the background. Let me find this for you, Jack. Do some editing right here don't worry about it well why don't we talk about the doomsday thing why are you looking for that okay so the doomsday thing we're also getting a two-pack of superman versus doomsday death of superman and this looks i'm sorry it's trash it does not look as good as what i made i'm I'm looking at batman i'm sorry superman versus superman of earth 3 right that's ultraman that's the s yeah this like his face like hey yo what's going on hey hey hold on i gotta find a picture I gotta find a picture. Yeah, don't uh, don't sleep on the neutral face, man. The neutral face uh, usually works for all settings. You know, uh, it's a uh, hold on. I got Dude, it. 
Chris, you got to look at the doomsday, though. I mean, it looks... Hold on, I'm, I'm showing you right both. Now. Here we go. Here's the Superman versus Doomsday pack. We'll start with there, and I'll get back to the Ultraman. Now, on paper, that pack looks dope. It did. Now, I was thinking about getting it. I was like, oh, that looks The Doomsday good. does not look as good as what Jack made, but the Doomsday looks okay. Looks so it looks okay. He's got a ponytail. He does have I mean, a ponytail. I know he, he has a ponytail, but his ponytail is like up in a ponytail. It's like yeah, he really, it's, you know, it's, it's like, like it's like it's like he did his hair. It yeah, is. It's like, oh, you had a bad day, you know? It's literally in a tie. Look, it's literally in a tie. With the pack is this Superman. It's the same well, exact hush Superman you got. It's the hush Superman, and but but the cape is better. No, the well, cape is from Hush. The cape is from, I'll show you, Ray. This is why it's whack. I'll show you. The cape is from a different Superman, but this is why it's whack. If you can see it here, he has tears in his suit. For those listening, he has tears in his suit. But you can see the line from his suit is still on his skin. So that's just a painted tear. It's it's just cheap. It's not molded. And stuff like that where it's like, and this is death of Superman. Like, if you're ever going to go in on a two-pack, like. But uh, but I'll tell you what that means is it does, it, it does confirm my hypothesis that we are going to probably get very soon a cyborg superman yeah it's not gonna be the one you want but it's not you gonna know be what? The one you want i've gotten real good at retooling these toys and something a little closer now now here's the superman versus ultraman looks okay yeah. from the side but if i show you superman's face did you hide his face too <laughs> hey what's going on over here hey wow it's rocky balboa if Sylvester Stallone, it's the Italian super stallion. Yo, um, so that's pretty whack. But we got some really great uh, freaking um, Ninja Turtles that are j- dropping in uh, Targets right now. We're from NECA, like it's a big turtle thing. Check it out. Uh, SH Figure Arts is giving us a Spider-Man No Way Home figure, but his okay. suit at the end of the movie. Ooh, Remember yeah. that suit? So we're getting an actual figure of that suit. Which is pretty great if you're if you're really into it. It's probably it's, it's like gonna be a hundred bucks probably. Um, in other news, in other news, man, other news. So it looks like <laughs> I don't know if there's a such thing as superhero fatigue, but if we are hitting fatigue, it's because everyone's doing the same thing. And as much as I love it, Invincible season two will deal with the multiverse. <laughs> what? Oh. Wait, wait, what? And what's why? Angstrom Levy, Chris. Angstrom Levy. Yeah, but. I guess. Yeah, so Angstrom Levy is a new villain that comes into the series. If you read the comics, he does come in, but he comes in and out for a while before we get to the big multiverse story. Right. Like, There's so much going on before that. Yeah. Yes. You know, the strength of season one is it was basically volume one. Right. Angstrom Levy. There's like, how many volumes are there? There's like 20. I stopped with the giant volumes, but as far as like the smaller graphic novels, I mean, I'm looking at it's probably like 30, maybe. I would say, man, trust, and trust, trust the narrative. Angstrom Levy, as far as the multiverse story, where you have pretty much Invincibles fighting Invincibles, does not happen till way later. Um, so we'll see. Listen, Invincible season one was so good. I, 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 they, no matter what, they got me on season two. Oh, we're watching it either. It's going to be dark. Yeah. And Robert Kirkman's still involved. So it's not like they're yeah. doing it without the guy who made it. Well, um, and that part of the story is still good. So if they're just kind of jumping ahead, it is. But Angstrom, I don't want to give anything away. We'll see. We'll, yeah, see. we'll see. We'll see. Microsoft expects the next generation of consoles, Rich, to come out in 2028. 
it looks like they're believing that uh, uh, Xbox Series X and S and PlayStation 5 will be coming out because I guess court documents from Xbox's big Activision Blizzard were revealed. So oh. 2028. Okay. We're going to get new consoles. I'm not, but... All right, that'll be good. There wasn't that big of a difference between the last console change. I don't know. And that, well, it's hard to keep up with it all for me. PS3 and PS4. Well, yeah, we're PS4 now. You were P- no, you're a PS5. PS5. Sorry, we're PS5 now. PS5 does look significantly uh, better. But if 2028, we're gonna get a PlayStation Six or a PlayStation Five S or whatever. We'll see. We'll see what. It's happens. gonna just be humans you're playing at that point. I mean, look at the Mortal Kombat game. Already looks a little too real for you, Jack. I want to see people really. Yes, because you're a sociopath who probably needs to be checked into a certain kind of facility. But <laughs> that I'm is sorry. Yes. After you just showed us your doll, you're talking. <laughs> him that doll looks like it is saying, "Help me." And in other news, <laughs> so guys, did you know that there's two different versions? Of the Spider-Verse movie in theaters right now. Yeah. There's subtle differences between the two movies. They're two different across the Spider-Verse movies playing right now. Which one did I see? I don't know. There's subtle differences, like different you lines. Saw the free one. You saw the free How one. How did that happen? Right. Yeah, Chris, you probably did see the free one. I was probably on purpose. They're, probably, they're just messing with us now. Yeah, I mean, you, you think about uh, stuff that it releases in like China. It's like vastly different than what we get. Like, no but I'm not thing. in China. Exactly, but so like you won't see the China Chinese version unless you like. But then get why it. is it banned in other countries? If they're gonna make other versions, why make a version that still gets banned? I think they were having a little fun. Was the multiverse version? It's like yeah, but yeah. it's not that different. Like just, just someone says this line instead of that line. Not big differences, but very interesting. Maybe that's their way of playing around. Yeah, Chris, multiverse version. Yeah, I don't know. Crunchyroll is going Super Saiyan with 15 Dragon Ball Z movies. It's like lots of Dragon Ball Z is heading to Crunchyroll from 1989's Dragon Ball Z Dead Zone to 2019's Dragon Ball Super Broly. So if you're a Dragon Ball head, you're about to have like decades worth of Dragon Ball there. Oh, right. 007 director calls Cavill's James Bond be a audition. I'm going to be, yeah, don't be a D head. Uh, <laughs> James Bond director calls Henry Cavill's audition tremendous. He said if Daniel Craig didn't exist, Henry would have made an excellent Bond. Thank what? you? What is? <laughs> uh, he said he looked terrific. He had a great physical shape, very handsome, very chiseled, just a little too young at that time. A little too young. A little too young. Although it's supposed to be Bond in, in his early years, I guess not supposed to be that early. We'll right. Uh, also, he, he had done Superman at the time, so... What did Daniel Craig do? Uh, James Bond. Oh, you what? Crash. <laughs> Rich, you got to get them cricket sound effects. Um. All right, so let's talk about the Flash. So the Flash is tanking at the box office. I think Hard. this third week it's dropped seventy percent and seventy-two point five percent, whereas the previous DC movies tanked at seventy-one. 0.5 percent wow. but that's only because the pandemic happened yeah um I've, I've listened to a lot of podcasts and watched a lot of things around it and basically jack you said this earlier the idea of why it's tanking is threefold one the ezra miller situation as good as good as they are in this movie your your lead has to be likable we're going to see mission impossible because we want to see tom cruise win if you don't 
want to see your lead win, you're not spending the $25 to go see this thing. Yeah, you'll wait till it's streaming. You'll wait. Which actually, this might have been significantly, uh, this might have blown the records if it had just gone streaming. But I don't know if people would pay. Whoever has HBO Max, we're already there to got our money. But will it bring in new subscribers? If it doesn't do that, then it's a waste for them. Um, The second part of it is you're adding in a movie when James Gunn already told you this universe is done. So it's like maybe he should have held off on it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because like there's there's no point to see this movie if you're going in for the connection. And this movie is connected to the Snyderverse. And you're going and knowing that that thing's rebooted. None of it matters anyway, which kind of hurts a movie saying we're going forward, even when it doesn't. The expectation is it might go forward. And then the third thing is um, that what was the third? There was a third thing. What was the third thing? The third thing is oh, the, well, the track record. The track record. DC is now playing from a deficit. Mm-hmm. We, people go into the theaters going, I had to, I got to drop my expectations to see this one. So you're you're going in like when we go in to see Guardians, we're going in ready to say yes. You go into a DC movie, you're going in like just don't suck. And yeah. that doesn't draw that doesn't drive people to opening weekend. Just don't suck. Um, so a lot of factors that actually don't have much to do with the actual content of the movie, but it's not bringing people there. And then you know uh, the loudest minority on Twitter becomes the majority voice. You know it doesn't take much to slander a movie and make no one want to go see it. Those minorities. I know they're a problem, Rich. <laughs> so the movie's plummeting. Um, there has been a sequel written to this movie, which it should have been because it's been like developed for a decade. So I'm sure they have multiple scripts written. Um, we saw that the original ending did have Michael Keaton in the end. They how, would, how, would a, uh. how would a sequel work if that universe is concluded? Well, the, before James Gunn came on board, it wasn't. That's why you saw Michael Keaton in the Batgirl movie. He was going to be the Batman to yes. carry on. He actually shot a, a, a cameo in Aquaman as Bruce Wayne. And yeah, they, I think they redo it and put after waste. Yeah. So before that, yeah, and they and the, this we were they were going to reveal Reverse Flash killed his parents in the Flash too. It's probably be dope. Would have been dope. <laughs> it's probably going to be dope, but uh, unfortunately, none of it's going to happen. And I'm happy I saw the movie. I'll be buying it when it comes out on Blu-ray. But dang, it kind of and, and the idea to throw George Clooney in happens because you're going. We're not throwing any more money. They want to get Christian Bale. They asked for months. He said no. <laughs> Which oh, really? Got, yeah. He doesn't want to do you know, He's like, I'm Batman, but I'm with Christopher Nolan. We tell stories. I'm not just here for like. We tell stories. We tell stories. <laughs> I'm not just, hey. But that was their way of concluding it on a smile. And they don't want to throw more money at this. Oh, one more thing. I listened to a podcast and a guy said that he saw a movie. Uh, before it came out, and they were like, the visual effects aren't done. So they saw it, let it go. He went to go see it as it came out like we did. It looked exactly the same. So my theory is Warner Brothers were like, we're not done. We're like, we know this isn't going forward. We can read the writing on the wall with Ezra. We can't even have him promote it. We're not putting money into this anymore. We're done. Put the movie out. Hopefully, Hopefully we break even. Let's move on and build the universe we want to. And let's just cancel Batgirl. On top of that, oh, that's such a waste. <laughs> but yeah. you know what? It, I wonder. You know, one of the things that really hurt the film is the graphics are so just gr- good 
that no one's talking about it. Like it's one more thing that didn't help them get people right. into the theater because also, when people talk about content, that's where money is made when people go and they see the thing again. But it's also fun. It's also fun to hate on DC. It's also fun to like like what people are doing with Marvel now because the last phase sucks and now it's like popular fun to talk how trash this stuff is. It's fun, like the, the were the effects bad in the Flash? Somewhere we forget that Zod's whole suit is CGI. I didn't. I didn't right. think it looked bad when Zod was on when when the one of the Kryptonians was on the the freaking jet and fighting Batman. That looked good. The whole Batwing is CGI. That was never built. So it was like some of the CGI worked. We didn't notice it. We weren't supposed to. But but our protagonist didn't look great in every shot, and that's a problem. There's actual images of him in the suit, and the suit, the the, the helmet doesn't connect to the neck. There's crevices and creases in the suit. Like they had to CGI that suit to make it look good on screen. And if they stopped you know, throwing money at it, the Andrew Garfield uh, Spider-Man suit looked great, having a little bit of breathe in it. I know. If I show you a picture of how it looked on set, the way it's made, yeah. it doesn't look good. It's like patent leather, thick patent leather, like wrinkled. It doesn't but look. It, good. But it looked good in the movie, and that's what counts. Andrew Garfield is the best Spider-Man. Fight me. <laughs> Bitch, he just... <laughs> and was that the last bit of news? No. <laughs> uh, Secret Invasion intro used AI, which yeah. is very interesting. We were having a whole like strike, impending actor strike around AI, and the intro to Secret Invasion was made with AI. You know so- what's crazy? I was literally watching it, and I said, these opening credits look pretty f- good. I'm enjoying it. It's different than any other Marvel. All the visual artists out there cursing you out right now, Jack. Wow. (laughs) Um, Pedro Pascal barely was in the suit this last season of Mandalorian. He said it was mostly a voiceover gig, so he wasn't there. And he says that he fully supports Bo-Katan taking over as the Mandalorian in the series. He thinks that she's perfect. And honestly, if you watched the last season of Mandalorian and didn't think it felt like... That whole season felt like a path in the torch. She had more story than he did. Yeah, but he's a Mandalorian. No, they all are Mandalorians. Yeah, I guess. And she's, Mandalorian. and she's the most interesting one. In season three, he was more interesting than her, Chris? No. Come on. I no. mean, yeah, I guess, but I don't know. But I, I, just keep her in. I don't need to... The torch doesn't need to be passed. Just give me out. Give me all the Mandalorian content. Well, they're gonna be in there, but you know, Pedro Pascal's like I have a hit HBO series. I need to watch. They'll retitle it The Womanlorian. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Last bit of news. If you didn't think, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Thank you, Rich. Uh, guys, I you, I can't wait to tell you the anticipated trilogy that's about we're about to get right now. Because if you saw Extraction One, if you saw Extraction Two, guess what, guys. What? He's back. You're going to get an Extraction <laughs> 3. It's officially in the works. And I it's a three-part movie. I didn't know this whole... I didn't know this thing existed till last weekend. Until Jack was like, Extraction <laughs> 2 is out. <laughs> What's an extraction? <laughs> like, you know, man on fire with a white guy. Like, why <laughs> But I might. It's getting three, so it must be good. That's the news. And that was the news. Better wipe them smiles off your faces, cause it's time for a debate. Let's get ready to go. Rich, can't can't ring on my line, Rich. Oh, that was your line. Oh, I'm sorry. Can't ring on my line. I was going going on Jack. Jack. All right. So this debate, gentlemen, (laughs) is about time and genre. If you 
for example, we've seen Star Wars as an anime. We've seen uh, Batman set in Japan. We've seen Superman in the medieval times. If you could take any content, comic book or sci-fi related or adjacent, and change the setting and genre to make it better, what would you choose and how would you change it? Chris. <laughs> I am not going first. <laughs> uh, I would take... Uh... Tokyo Revenger and bring it to America and not having an anime style and call it. I Hunger pretty much take just, the Hunger Games. So just yeah. make it trash. Like what are you talking about? <laughs> I would just take really, really, really. I thought about this and I thought this is gonna piss Rich off, but I would take every <laughs> anime except Dragon Ball Z, Americanize it, remove some, remove the weird sexual content, and then I can enjoy it. And just make it ball. Got it. Got it. Got it. The only reason why you like Dragon Ball Z is because the father is horrible. That's why. Okay. <laughs> All of y'all. <laughs> I tell you. But black, that's why we relate. Black people relate to it. Yep. He don't have a record. I have a, I have a great father. <laughs> that's the crazy part. We all have great fathers. <laughs> I, know. I know, but we're still like, you know, part of it. Chris, that's your answer? Yeah. Yeah, because that's that's my biggest problem with anime. I don't like the style. I don't like the His biggest style. problem with anime is anime. Yeah, biggest problem with anime is that it's anime. So give me the stories, take out the weird sexual overtones, and put it in an American style, and I watch it. I don't what care the, if I win this debate. This is for Chris. This is what's, what Chris what's wants. an American style? Like I don't like an American cartoon. Like GI like Joe. Yeah, make it look like Invincible. Yep, that looks Invincible pretty much like an like anime. anime. Like, what are we like, talking about? It looks like a really, really, really clean anime. No, 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 no. Yeah, what are we talking about? No, it doesn't look like an anime. Yeah, Invincible doesn't look like an anime. No, it, it does look like anime. No, no, no. no it doesn't. No. It looks like a really clean animation. Yeah. It doesn't look like anime. Anime yeah. has, you know, Some specific traits, yeah. Some very yeah. specific traits. There's some really clean looking anime out there. There are, but... but they're not the stereotypical anime has a very distinct look and style, and you expect certain things. Okay. Well, it depends I, on what studio you go with. I'm Absolutely. Gonna, look, I've been consistent in what I've been saying about anime since we started this podcast. That's and right. You've not, been wrong. It's not going to change. You've been consistently been 100% wrong, Rich. wrong. Yes, 100% wrong. Just tell he took an L on this debate just to make you mad, Rich. He really I did. did. <laughs> he did. I'll be honest with you. Uh, uh, All right, I'll, I'll, go, I'll, I'll go next. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll give you my uh, my uh, what do you call it? My don't say any honorable mentions until we all given ours, Jack. Yeah, no one's gonna say this though. So this is my honorable mention. So I'm gonna say <laughs> so my honorable mention is no. Nope. I would I would Thank take you, I would take Ghostbusters. No, really, no. Yeah, <laughs> I would take Ghostbusters, take it from a, being a live action, and I would turn it into a video game. Set it in feudal Japan, so you're instead of like ghosts, you're fighting like Yoki and stuff like that. Okay. That were really well for a uh, Batman uh, anime. Wait, feudal Japan? Yes, but I would, but it would be a video game, Chris. Oh. I put it I, in a video, like a video game, uh, open world setting. Are Kinda they like, um, like do they time video. travel, or are they just from feudal Japan? No, it's from Field Japan. So, so like they said, have no technology. That's well, they have so, magic. They don't have proton packs. But they have magic time they, packs. They don't have anything that makes them Ghostbusters. Listen, magic and science got, is basically the same got thing. Magic. Thank yeah. you. Ghostbusters are specifically proton packs, ecto one. Without that, just a bunch they, of guys. 
are not in, they not in feudal are Japan. until you not, then not until you're in feudal Japan, and then you figure it out and you make it work. So that's maybe, my horrible. Maybe, maybe they're like this great monks or something like that. Well, that's not me saying let's do a Batman exactly. movie. Take away the bat costume. Take away the Batmobile, but he's just a martial artist fighting bad guys. Like that's not Batman that's, anymore. That sounds like Batman. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say that pretty much, and you know, you make him the rich guy. And he's yeah. got some servants, and he fights at night, and he wears a costume. He, he doesn't wear a costume because you don't have no proton packs. You took away the very thing that makes them Ghostbusters. They put the proton backs on the backs, and they split. Forgot about Vigo. Yes, man. It's the most important part. A pack in the back. Of the Get out of here. <laughs> All right. And my real option is, and maybe you're tired of hearing one. it, I would take Berserk, oh my God. and I would make that thing oh a live action like Game of Thrones. That's what you've been watching. I get that. Dude, that thing would that thing would sell. Yes, but, exactly but, what no, but here's taking, the thing. You're the taking quest- the story, which is the best element of that content. The question is, make it better. I don't care what live action Game of Thrones Berserk you're doing. It will not be better than the, uh, than the source material. And your question was, make it better. I think it would be It's better. not going to be better. Oh, man, Whatever man. they were able to draw and how twisted and supernatural that is, HBO is not going to give nah, it to you. Here's the deal. It would be better because what you would do is, there's a way to take Berserk. Right now, Berserk is like uh, it's, a, it's got a niche uh, fan base. It's kind of a niche. It's not everybody knows about it. Most people actually don't. And it's gained more popularity in later years. You could take that thing that has such a compelling story, rich characters, and and tell the story where the masses are going to get involved in a game. Almost I, I'm not, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying it won't be good. I'm not saying it won't be equal. Your question is, what can you do to make it better? You said yeah, your well, question was better. Here's how you make it better. You get more of it. And that, my friend, would be better. Yeah, you your own debate. You answer no, your own debate I just, I just crushed that thing. <laughs> uh, I'm tired of winning these debates. Go ahead. All right, bring it home, Lawrence. Let's hear it. No, let, let Rich no. go. Let Rich go first. All right, Rich, let's Listen, hear it. Listen, I'm going to ask a stupid question, but I already know the answer to it. Has anyone seen Gangsta? Yes. No, you haven't. I anyway. have not. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I've uh, seen a great toy of it. I can show you the toy I've seen of Gangsta. Gangsta is an anime with two handymen, right? And a prostitute, actually. Oh. And they kind of come together and, uh, you know, shut up, Chris. They kind of <laughs> they come, they come together and have a great story. The only thing I didn't like about it, it was a great series, 13 episodes, but the studio went bankrupt or went bust or something, and they weren't. they didn't make any more animations they they still make out mangas i would take that out of it's not even in japan it's in whatever fantasy world it is i'll just take it out and just put it in japan now these are like handymen for like the yakuza mm. right and then, you know throw a little bit more money on it so then we can flesh out more of the story because we got a whole manga to to, to, to work from and we got it there you go that's my stories that, that's just one better. of the day because it's already a good story no one has a problem with gangster Rich just won the debate. You see what he did here, guys? He took something that works, but it wasn't finished. So just him finishing it makes it better than the original. Wait, is this it? No, what the hell is that? That's a video game, Jack. No, it's not a video game. It's anime. That's not gangsta. Gangsta. Get literally gangsta. Like, you know, like like how black people say it. Gangsta. Oh, is that why? Oh, how the colored folks say it. Oh, I see. It's like like brother. It's like brother in the show. It's like gangsta. There's no ER at the end of that. Yeah, no, we don't do hard R's here (laughs) in any word. Uh, 
Well done, Rich. Well done. Oh. I, I don't think I beat yours, but I definitely beat Jack and Chris. <laughs> I, still stand my, I still stand behind my answer. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, I would, yeah. Rich That's did it for the, Anime Alley. Yeah. yeah, you talked about right. it. Um, I would take the Incredible Hulk and set him in like the 40s. And, uh, and I would do an animation. Uh, pretty much around the time of like, you know, Frankenstein, around that time period where people are scared of monsters and science is real scary. Frankenstein was is that sick. was that in the forties? In the forties? No, I, I said in the eighteen nineties. <laughs> 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 I said in the eighteen nineties. Oh, okay, okay. No, no, no. No, Lawrence doesn't I, like I, to read. <laughs> I would have to no, it has to be the forties, but I would You're, keep that I would like, keep the Frankenstein aesthetic because I need technology, I need the tech enough to make him turn into the hole. Can you set it in the 50s? Wow. Because the 50s actually might be more interesting because in the 50s you had like that those cookie cutter suburbia um, you had everything was like proper. No one was supposed to have any conflicts but you know behind closed doors you had the abusive husbands and stuff like that that was all hidden. And then so you, you have, have like, this. Yeah, that's true. And you had like Operation Paperclip guys where you have like ex-Nazis, ex-Nazi scientists that were brought to the United States to help, you know, do the weapons and stuff like that. Yes, but it's definitely not the 40s. It's either like the 1800s or it's the 50s, maybe. Yeah, you're wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. wrong. 50s are boring. It's the 40s. That's that's the whole point. You put you take you take this angry dude and you put him in the boring time period. What's that gonna do? You're you're after the war. Everyone's supposed everyone's like the 50s is like this real kind of superficial time period in America where everyone's like hiding their true emotions. Uh, I mean, you can kind of do the forties because forties was uh, uh, it was defined by World War One and the Holocaust and whatnot. So World War, I mean World War Two, excuse me. No, but so, he said he said that it has to be post like for, like late forties, post nineteen forty five. He just said the forties. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. So it could sending... actually work. You get well, some like not, get some same... Nazi Nazi scientists that kind of because you still need like you know they're working on crazy experiments and you, they you were. need like the height of that. That's okay, where the Hulk but... comes. Devil's Advocate, period, the Hulk, the, you have comics where the Hulk is set in the 40s. Captain America literally came out of the 40s. But the Hulk that wasn't created in the 40s. That's true. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Captain America, uh, the Hulk didn't come until later. Yeah, you're right. So, I won the debate. How's that? Wait, well, you just changed its time period. No, you What's changed its time period. What's the genre? The genre, the genre is like that. It'll take place in the 40s because I need the technology to be more than it was in the late 1800s. But it would feel like that Frankenstein's monster type of monster no, movie. That's genre. the late 1800s. It's like the steampunk. Genre, no, not steam. It's not steampunk. That's a monster movie. It's, is that steampunk? Yeah. Well, like the, the 1800s, 1800s is the, the, the industrial revolution. Yeah, exactly. I mean, y'all taking this imaginary facts and made it way too literal. I think, I think the 40s actually worked because once again, like get a a a, a de facto uh, Nazi scientist because they're working all types right. of ocelot stuff, you know, crazy technology. Allegedly, they had flying saucers and whatnot. Like, wait, so so Bruce Banner's a, a de facto Nazi? No, but oh, Nazi, Nazi not. technology. Right. Whose idea is this? Maybe he's. Maybe he's, he's aspiring he's a, student. a lot, though. He's a student of a de facto Nazi scientist. So he wanted to be a Nazi. No, no, de facto. Because no, no, the, no, no. the Nazi know. scientists that came here, they weren't Nazis exactly. anymore because yeah, they came they here. They, they, they gave up here to, to build to build weapons and stuff. Jack, you need to learn your history. Operation man. Paperclip, man. Look Jeez. it up. 
Right, right. I'm going to Google that right now. So what's the genre, Lawrence? The genre is a 1940s Hulk movie series, but the tone on top of it has that monster movie feel, that old school monster movie feel, but set in like 1940s world war scientists rushing with the technology who can create the bigger weapon and in the midst of it big explosion guy turns into a monster so pretty much captain america about incredible hulk right Uh, okay so chris that's kind of what incredible hulk is anyway (laughs) (laughs) you said chris won no (laughs) if anyone won rich won all right so rich won the debate all right so we all lost today no i i still feel like i won though Shall we get to the reason why we're here? It's time for the main event. Today we're talking about Marvel's Secret Invasion, the new series on Disney+. Here is the spoiler-free IMDb or Google synopsis. Nick Fury, an older Nick Fury, not wearing an eye patch, Nick Fury, fully bearded Nick Fury, Can you believe it says all this? Nick Fury learns of a secret invasion of Earth by a faction of shape-shifting scrolls. Fury joins his allies and together they race against time. That sentence is used in every synopsis, overused. They race against time to thwart an impending skull invasion and save Humanity. Dun dun dun. Also, we're only talking about episode one. 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 So let's go for spoiler free thoughts. I'll go first. Hey, it's another Marvel series. Cool. I just keep waiting for it to it's it was a confusing and you just keep waiting for it to get good, and it hasn't gotten good yet. I don't know if that's a spoiler, but that's well, well it's only episode one. Yeah, but you figure how long were you waiting? <laughs> yeah, fifty-five <laughs> minutes. Yeah, you don't like you expect. So, Secret Invasion is a huge story arc in the Marvel universe, right? Oh, it's massive, right? So they they build this as like this espionage and like take over the world, like alien. It's, it was it was built as this huge event, and it's like eh, I don't know. Well, it's still episode one, I guess. But yeah. episode one at least set me up to be like engaged in what's going on. Okay, and Rich, your spoiler-free thoughts? I mean, it was a show. Hey, he's not wrong about that. Uh, <laughs> Lawrence? I'm going to be a little long-winded here. I apologize. I think this is where being a geek punches you in the face. It is better to not be aware of the comic. It's better to not be aware of it and just come in. Because when you're geeky, our expectations are too high. First thing I'm going to say is this, and none of this is a spoiler. I can care. I don't care about Nick Fury. He is one of the least interesting characters in the MCU. We virtually know nothing about him. All we know is that he brings people together to fight other guys. He barely gets in the fight himself. Now, I'm not talking about if you know the comics. Just strictly from what you've seen in the MCU, Captain Marvel's the most time he spent with Nick Fury. He's a manager. Right. And now we're doing a whole show about the manager. And I'm like, the only reason I care care about you is because I care about Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson is dope. Sam Sam Jackson is cool. Yeah. I know nothing about Nick Fury enough to want a whole show about him. That opening shot? Oh, no. Spoiler. Right. Spoiler. But the actual character of Nick Fury 
I don't care what he's doing or why he's even here. And I'm waiting for him to call someone else more interesting to join the fight. <laughs> <laughs> Sam and Jackson. Why, and why doesn't he? Isn't that his right. role? Hey, as hey, a spoiler, spoiler, spoil free, spoil oh, right. free. My, my point is, is that Sam Jackson is so cool and interesting. He makes you forget that Nick Fury is not a fleshed out character in the MCU. And I'm watching a show that needs a fleshed out character, needs a history and needs moments that we can recall that lead up to this and they just don't exist everything spoiler alert happens off camera that gets us here all right well let's jump into the spoiler zone ladies and gentlemen we're gonna spoil this thing so if you don't want it spoiled uh mute it and just let us play in the background yes hey, hey. that works just look at our faces all right so here we go um this is probably going to be a crude recap Brothers, please jump in and save this as we go. So, the show starts, and we get <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. the show starts, and we get this awesome, very different title sequence for Marvel. Man, we're trying to fight AI. And right. they're gonna go ahead and use AI. But you know what? They ah, just ah. they just proved it that AI can make. Uh, they can definitely make images, and I guess they can make movies too. They can make everything. Skynet's gonna become self-aware soon. Oh yeah, ah. we're doomed. Yeah. And then we're gonna go back in time to 1997 and watch the world burn. All right. So the movie starts, and what happens is, well, it starts with uh, we're in Russia, and the guy Ross. Played yeah. by the guy from uh, what kind, he was in what kind, he was in what kind of forever. So just in um, has he only yeah. been in the Black Panther movies? No, man, he's this guy was in Lord of Rings, right? Yes, he's he no, but I mean, in, I mean, in the MCU, what uh, is that, Chris? Sorry, my other computer. I know it's got to be all right. <laughs> so this this guy, forget his name, great actor. He's in the Hobbit series, and he the first time he really popped up on my radar was in the uh, Sherlock, Sherlock series. But I meant like, has his character shown up in any other MCU stuff outside of Black Panther? One, yeah, he has been in a few of the other TV series, and okay. so we see him go to a secret. He gets a distress call. He goes, "I'll be there in five minutes." He goes to the safe house in Russia, and there's an American there, and they're talking in English. And he goes, "Hey, can, man, can I say real quick that American dude is a what a beast, voice, beast of it? First of all, his voice, and he's an oh amazing my. actor. He set up the stakes in two seconds. Oh my god! Beast. You know his voice was so good. And this is a big sub sub tangent. Sorry, I apologize. So I'm playing Final Fantasy 16, and the voice <laughs> acting in it. I know it is. The voice <laughs> acting in it is so good. It's crazy. Everyone has these incredible voices in it. Anyways, yeah. back to this guy in the the, the uh, content has an incredible voice. And then it he's... It feel like it's his story. The way he's yeah. so commanding. I'm well, like, oh, the narrator. You're yeah. like, who's this narrator? And then you find out he's like this B character who, spoiler alert, gets killed in the first scene and has no plot at all. But what a cameo. That, yeah. You know, this actor's putting this all over his reel and resume. He's like, he killed it. Like, he, he set up the whole yeah. issue. He, he killed it, and then they killed him. So yes. then Ross, who yeah. killed him, is running away, but he's being chased by another guy. Turns out Ross is actually a scroll, and so I'm going, wait, has he been a scroll the whole time in uh, a secret? Or is this a scroll pretending to be Ross, and Ross is going to come back? His character is so not important, I didn't even... If I thought you were a scroll this whole time doing 
What, what have you been doing? Yeah, and <laughs> why have you, you been, been doing it? Right. Anyways, it's kind of like Martian Manhunter pretending to be Martha Kent for no apparent Not reason. even, because Martha Kent still mattered more. Right. <laughs> like well, this anyways, character doesn't... It'd be like if Martian Manhunter was Jimmy Olsen. Right. <laughs> that depends on if Jimmy Olsen's being played by Leo or not. If Leo's playing Jimmy, then right. suddenly it's got a little more stakes. Anyways, right. long story short, this guy turns out to be a scroll and they kill him. And my question was, is this the actual actor who we've been watching in the Wakanda series and they just kind of threw away his death really quickly? Or is this a scroll pretending to be the Ross character and Ross is still alive? I don't know the answer. No, to we that. found out. We find out later. Um, this was the replacement for Ross. Uh, Maria Hill said this is the replace Ross's replacement. So we, uh. it kind of implies that Ross is still around. Ross is alive, and he hasn't been a scroll this whole time. This guy jumped in, taking scrolls. Do you guys care? Does his character matter enough? No, for you and I didn't understand. I he's I didn't only understand. appeared in Wakanda in Black Panther. That's it. He hasn't appeared. In well, and I didn't understand that enough to care. And also, what it does is it makes me go back to no deaths matter. Which we'll get to by the end of. Uh, well, let's just jump to the end. Well, no, we'll, we'll get oh, yeah. to the end of that death. Also, probably not mattering. So, anyways, then we cut to uh, the reveal. The scroll who was in the Captain Marvel movie reveals himself to Talos. Agent Hill, and she goes, "Hey, Talos, how do you say the guy's name? Talos or something? Talos. 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 Hey, Talos, Talos it's you. Or if you're." If, if you're if you're, if you're Samuel Jackson, it's Talos. Yeah, Talos. Talos. <laughs> hey, Talos. Hey, Talos, man. What's going on there, Talos? I'm telling you, it's Talos. Anyway, so Tate shows up. He says, "Hey, what's up?" And she says, "You're back." And he says, "Wait, wait. Can we can can we pause right here? This is the issue with the MCU. It was fine when it was just movies. It asked a lot." To ask you to watch everything, to understand everything, that's a lot to ask your audience members. Anyone jumping into this series, I can't even remember which post-credit sequence told me that Sam Jackson was in space. Like, like you have to like have watched all the post-credits to even know where they, he's they, been. I think they've been mentioning it for a while, that he's off Earth. But it's only been in passing. It's never been a major plot point. It's like, well, oh, where's Victor? We got Where's one post-credit. Was it Wakanda? If it was one of no, them. No, no, no. Hold up. No. He, he left... I'm sorry, correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought at the end of the Captain Marvel series, he left for Earth. He left Earth to help the Scrolls find a home, which kind of implied that the Sam Jackson we'd seen on Earth and all the other movies was actually the Scroll who'd been pretending to be Nick Fury. Since, but since the 1990s? No. 80s. No. No, what, 90s we got, Captain We got Marvel? a post-credit sequence showing him in space, which showed me like it's more recent. Yes, that. yes, but that post-credit scene wasn't it in the Captain Marvel movie? No, it was a different movie. Uh, it said he... that Fury left Earth shortly after the events of Endgame. Endgame. Well, because he got okay. blipped away. So, but what all I'm saying is this: this show is asking you to remember where he's been because they make it such a big deal. He's back, and and if I if you would have missed a single post-credit sequence, you'd been like, he left, right? Yeah. Well, I knew he was. Yeah, that's right. I knew but he was. Face, but I didn't. We're know he geeks was... for it. But if someone's just watching this and they miss that one mid-credit sequence that shows you him in space, they'd be confused right now. Uh, or they probably don't care one way or the other. Yeah, but then you're lost. Then world. you're lost. Where has he been this whole time? Space. Yes. Oh, I see what you did there, Jack. And that's the thing. It, it, it requires you to do a lot of homework, and it doesn't deliver. 
That's the problem. Well, let's deliver this plot a little quicker. So then what happens is, as Lawrence has been saying, Lawrence, thank you very much. Nick Fury returns. And the way he returns is very cool, actually. I, I was like, there was this single beam of light that came down. Mm-hmm. And then you saw what looked like an alien figure. And then that alien figure looked like Samuel L. Jackson. And then you're like, oh, Nick Fury's back. And then the light went away. And but the then there were chairs went. inside the light. Like it was Yeah, there was chairs inside the light. And then the light was darkness. And he's just in the middle of the forest. And he turns with that. And he and I'm like, all right, Sam's back. The most exciting part of the entire series. Wasn't it? Just, wasn't it? Wasn't that exciting? <laughs> Well, let's look at what happened after. No, no, no. He came <laughs> back on Earth. It, he was like, man, why did I come back here? So what happens <laughs> after it the car is coming at him. Fury gets picked up. He heads to Russia. He has a v- oddly intimate moment with the alien where they like. They, head- the, it, it, well, no, is that a scroll thing? No, it's, it might be. But the point is, he met him in Captain Marvel, which is the 80s. And their whole relationship, their brotherhood happened off screen. We never got to see it. So most of this episode is playing off of relationships and connections that we have no clue about. No clue about. Also, and the it, only the only the only sense I have of that particular scroll is I know he had been pretending to be Nick Fury for a certain amount of the films and content. Well, they had, they also had a, they had great moments in Captain Marvel. Yes, they did. But they weren't brothers yet. And I'm like, when did this? No, happen? I mean they they were like they were like one frame away from swapping spit, which would have been okay. It's you know it's not the content I was expecting, but they definitely they love each other. There's a deep, profound love for each other they have for each other, and Pause. it's so. It's so it's so smashed into that 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 frame that it's like I didn't know whether I thought the content was really trying to fast track stuff that we hadn't seen because it happened. Yes, oh, this yes. whole yes. content was Absolutely. doing that the whole way through. Because I'm That's like, why do I care about Talos? Why do I care about this whole relationship? Why do I care? Because we Other never got fact, to he's, see. He's a dope actor. I mean, you instantly like the guy. Well, you needed great actors to make you this got- work. Right. Got some great actors. Because it's like the most interesting story is how did these two become so close? Right, right, right. That's the story. <laughs> okay, so then here's the plot though. Right here, we find out that a secret invasion has been discovered. Oh, the scroll, a separate. So we here's what we find out. We find out that after the events of Captain Marvel, Nick Fury dedicated some of his life towards helping the scrolls find a new planet they can inhabit. Something other than Earth. And so Fury's been on this quest. When the blip happened, Nick Fury blipped away. uh, Half of existence blipped away. And that mission kind of stopped being a thing. When Fury came back, he'd emotionally changed. And he kind of been detached from helping the scrolls, which made certain members of the scrolls lose faith that Fury was going to you know, right. after 30 years, deliver on his promise. And so a certain amount of the faction of the scrolls, mostly led by the younger ones, decided, you know what, F it, let's take over Earth. It's right there. We're basically here. This is going to be our new home. So they have, throughout time, been operating as other international... Um, terrorist groups. Terrorist and, yeah, groups making, to undo the of, stability of the Earth. Yeah, they're trying kind to of the Falcon and Winter Soldier's plot a little bit. Okay, and, and yeah, yeah, actually. Maybe, and then, yeah. Well, we might find that out later. And so now what's going on is they've 
stolen some dirty bombs and the whole let's get the ball rolling for this global takeover is set in motion. So Fury teams up with his scroll partner, Talos. We get Hill back, who's like, Fury, you've changed. I don't think you have enough stake in the game. I don't think you got what it takes to maintain at this point. Based on what? He's been there for five minutes. But go Right, ahead. I didn't understand that either. Again, you're kind of spoon-feeding us but, some conflict. And they have to spoon-feed it because we haven't had enough time with Fury to know the difference. Right. Like if we if we had Fury really in movies and then Sam Jackson can play the opposite of what he's playing, we would know it. But since we don't have any frame of reference for prime Nick Fury, secret agent Nick Fury, they have to tell it. we never seen Nick Fury be an agent for real. Right. We saw him be a manager. Right. Yeah. And well, that's what's interesting about this, too, is we're seeing Fury and there's no team. No. You know, it's it all feels kind of like it's randomly pieced together by happenstance. And where and if uh, Hill was the the catalyst for the team, where's her? Well, Shield support? was destroyed after um, Winter Soldier, right? We found out that they were really uh, Hydra. Yeah. Hydra. Hydra. So right. Shield's been in disarray, and now it's Saber. So yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. yeah, which is uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus. Is that her? Is right. Which is more like Suicide Squad Amanda Waller. So that that's not Shield. Oh, I see. And, I missed a part. Well, keep going. But the real question is, call in the Avengers. Right. Well, what are the? Who are the Avengers? Like you at now? least have freaking uh, Captain Falcon. You got him. Yeah. You got Bucky. You got him. So you at least have them tell freaking yeah. Rhodey to suit up. Stop walking around like you ain't part. Like you at least got four well, guys who can show well, up. Speaking of Rhodey, Rhodey's well. Captain Rhodey's, Marvel. Right. Speaking of Rhodey, he's walking around the uh, White House taking orders from the president, and Rhodey is. Literally the one who says, I don't think we trust Nick Fury. So is Rhodey a scroll? Probably. Right? Okay. So, and, and is he walking around with his prosthetic legs or like his helmet? Like, what's he going on? He must be. Well, not prosthetic. He just has that brace or something, right? He yeah. was walking pretty smooth. Yeah. Normally, you see the brace. He right. was walking. Well, I'm not saying he didn't have the brace, but I didn't really notice. It's anything it. like Stark technology. He just gets smaller and smaller with each That's installment. Right. <laughs> That's right. And so now what happens is Fury's in Russia. And wait, let's, wait, let's backtrack. Let's talk about that. Yes, yeah, a good question. Is Rhodey really a scroll? And it almost like he has to be because he's the only character here that matters to the MCU. And he still doesn't really matter. But he's the only one here that's like, he's a scroll since when? And then he's the only character we can think about him in other movies. Was that really him or not? Right. Everyone else doesn't matter. So it almost, he almost has to be, right? Well, maybe we'll find out a few episodes later. What does happen and what Jack, we they from- saw the show. We supposed to stop and talk about the show. They seen it. We don't have to rush to recap. We can, let's talk about the show. All right. You want to talk let's, about Rhodey? Well, that's why we're here. They saw I the mean, show. They don't need us to recap the Rhodey. show. I mean, Rhodey is, oh, Rhodey's walking through the White House. He's, he's right. with the president. I mean, and- like they're AWOL, uh, Maria Hill. And, uh- and we have another tall white guy for president. Well, that's know. usual. But like, if 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 Rhodey is a scroll, that's the only thing that matters, and that that's the thing that can backtrack through other things. But, that's but that's the also problem with if this. he's like a bad scroll, right? Or a good, I don't even know at this well, point. He yeah, has to be a bad scroll to be because he's talking about Fury. Yeah, yeah. right. It's got to be. Now he could also just be impersonating Rhodey, and Rhodey could be locked up. In which case, we still get a good Rhodey things, later. We gotta yeah. get to the to the camp to the scroll. Because, oh, that's right. Rhodey could be camped yeah. up. Isn't the whole thing about the comic is which heroes are real or not? 
Right. Not just like random soldiers or random random guys in the street. Well, that means we're going to need some. That means we're going to need some superhero cameos later. You're not going to get it. I guarantee you're not getting it. Look at this play. If this plays like the other series, they're not going to. Well, you also got to keep in mind the scrolls don't don't get the powers of the superheroes. So they got to be smart with which ones they take. Right. But they're, they're, they're inconsistently strong because there was that fight. Oh, boy. And then the guy just rips the chain in half. All right. Yeah. So let's backtrack. Yeah. So Nick Fury decides, I'm going to go on a walk. And the guy says, you walking around Russia at night, you're going to stick out. And Fury's like, peace. Then there's some really weird people he kind of passes. Mainly a girl with a bouncy ball that make no sense. And then he gets abducted. Now, we'll come back to the girl with the bouncy ball because it makes even less sense when she comes back in the series. As a matter of fact, it makes zero sense that she comes back in the series and that the person who comes back as the girl with the bouncy ball would be that person. Anyways, Nick Fury gets abducted, taken to some rich lady's estate. She's uh, MI6 Sonia Fowlsworth. That's right. She's basically the... Amanda Waller of the MI6. And she says, Fury, you've been out of the game. I don't need your help. But all Fury really wanted to do was plant some camera because he's a creep so he could watch her in her office. Right? Right. And then or Fury goes, spy espionage stuff. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Spy. Spy. Well, you're right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> no. he's a, he's a, it's a spy thing. Right. He's spying on her while she's alone in her office. Wait, didn't I just say that? Anyways, so Fury decides I'm going to go back on my walk. I'll let myself out. Now, his camera proves fruitful-esque, and he finds out that there's some missing dirty bombs, and that's what they got to go find. Right. Meanwhile, Tallo goes, hey, my daughter's embedded with these people after yada yada. A lot of the younger scrolls are embedded with the bad faction. It's not me, though. It's not me. Then what happens? Then we we see that we see the faction. We see Amelia Clark, Khaleesi. She shows up and we see her bring in this dude. And basically, they're like, hold on. on. I want to talk about that. When I first saw this guy, I'm like, you have all this information from Earth. You gonna be and a black guy? Be... Right! I was like, wait. <laughs> and if anyone you can be, be a black guy. Okay. That's where this show jumped that's, the shark. That's a, Liar. That's a bold move. Liar. Let's see how this plays out. <laughs> they, they still pulled me over, and I, I shape shifted. Why? <laughs> yeah. How do they know? And he's in Russia. Why? Yeah. Why is no one in Russia speaking Russian? Reason, Jack. Well, Same you know. reason why Samuel L. Jackson will, will stick out walking at night in Russia. I, I feel like he'll stick out walking in Russia, period. But, you know, that's just my opinion. I think you okay. kind of decide what kind of show it is. You know, you watch those shows, you know, are real sophisticated where we'll get the subtitles when they speak in Russian. They go back and forth because they paid that much wow. attention. Yeah. Yeah. You just got other shows where it's like, it's nope. all English. It's all English. They, like they going to Russian on Mars. Like they go to different planets. Everyone still speaks English. It's one but of those. they speak Russian every time they drink. <laughs> Bad every time they drink. <laughs> oh man. Um so, right, but we, so but we get to see the faction and get to see like yo, they're actually just trying to create a home. Yeah, I would live my life in my own skin. That's why he said, How he goes to Amelia Clark, how what do you want to be here? He, the the black scrolls like I want to live my life in my own skin. She's like shape shift, she shape shifts real quick. We see he's a scroll, they let him in, and then he starts walking through the, the so we find out that scrolls are immune to radiation. So that they're hiding in all these like decommissioned secret uh, Russian bunkers. Yeah, yeah, he's Russian. Yeah, yeah, like 
but it, but it's true. Like they can't just be themselves out and about. And if they have no planet to go home to, it's almost like what choice do they have? That's where it gets compelling, at least for their side. It's like, I mean, hmm. but it's not like they're trying to live among us. They don't want to. They don't want to hide who they are anymore. Right. Exactly. You know? But you would think that this earth is a little more used to seeing things they're not used to seeing at this point. Hey, all all in white American forms yeah. though. Can, can, can I can I throw can I throw a huge flag on the play this whole thing? Mm. I'm gonna jump ahead to when they show how they're taking the people from uh you know putting yeah. the people in the in the you know the mind things and they're absorbing all their thoughts so they can take over that spot. So in the beginning when we see the the Ross scroll die, he dies, changes the scroll, but he's still in the suit, but he's still a scroll in the suit. But then when the guy goes to take over, when then when Bro. they're in the, the camp, he's in regular clothes and then he takes over the thing. His whole he changes clothes and form. But so, so did so did the guy when he was pretending to be a their clothes change shape with them. Or sometimes they just wear clothes. Or sometimes they just wear clothes. That's inconsistent. But but the oh man, what was the other thing you're saying? Uh, yeah, there's mad inconsistencies. That's I don't know if that's inconsistent. I think the, the scrolls that have been incognito for a longer period of time probably just wear regular clothes. It's like then, less they have to shapeshift, but the ones that are like brand new take a spot right now. But it's not just clothing. We see props. Like jumping ahead again, there's this small child with a big, big bouncy big ball yeah. that then right. turns into a large man in a brown jacket that then turns into a skinny lady with a playbill that then turns into a average size guy. Well, that's Garrick. He's the right. best. He's a leader. And he's not walking around in each of those forms. Like that, that guy was like an art dealer eight hours a day. So he's like, I might as well just wear a suit instead of make one. Cause I'm going to be in this form nine, you know, nine to five. Yeah, versus Garrick, who's like, I'm just shifting every 30 seconds. Oh, but I had a question about that. But the logic of this made very little sense. We're starting to learn that there may be tens of thousands of scrolls on Earth. And mm. in the first episode, we see a handful of scrolls die. And the second they die in human form, they shapeshift back to dead scroll form. Mm-hmm. And they're saying scrolls, tens of thousands of scrolls been living among us since the 80s and 90s remember what talos said he's 150 something years old but that's like but 40 that years they don't die they probably don't die of natural causes i'm like sure that. they die in car accidents and stuff like hello that. thank you that's what i'm getting at you you tell me will, maybe not i don't i'm not saying it, it, the probability is probably low but it probably don't or they probably have people there to recover the body they probably find a way to keep their tracks and they live for a very long time and they're super strong He's like, my 150 years is like 40 of your years. So yeah. they're not just passing away since the yeah, 1980s. Yeah, so a guy who looks like he's almost 60. Hey, man. That's the Something. form he took. That's the form he took. So they only been, they've been here since the 80s. Not like they've been saying they've been, it's not like Transformers with like, we've been here since the beginning. They've been here since like 1988. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can, I can, I don't know. I can right. suspend my disbelief around Okay, that. so then what happens is after, uh, What's a, what's Amelia's character's name? Gaia. Gaia. Oh, great name. So after Talos' daughter, Gaia, uh, lets the dude in the camp, uh, inducts the guy, and then we see the pods where they're putting normal people like Lawrence in a pod, and they're stealing his face, and then they're sucking his brain out so they can act more like him, and then Lawrence stays on the pod while the scroll goes, pretends to be Lawrence. And I so would they love get, that. Just, yeah. live, just like... <laughs> like, go do it for me. Like multiplicity with Michael Keaton? Just call yeah. me so you can do right. the chores. 
right? <laughs> uh, see how you like it after a week. So then, so then, uh, so then, what happens is Amelia goes to retrieve the dirty bomb from the art dealer, but Fury and Hill and Tallow are. Uh, aware of that so they're going to the art dealer right mm-hmm. she gets a uh, guy gets there first she gets the bombs and bounces as tallow and fury are literally walking in the door tallow has something to prove he wants to fight the guy by himself fury gets involved ends up shooting him tallow is really affected by this he's like you can tell he's genuinely upset See, and says, I, I didn't take it as he has something to prove more or less he's not going to kill him like Nick Fury, if he went into the fight, I'm going to take him down. Talos, I think, is still like, these are still my people. That's yeah. interesting. It's like, he says to Nick Fury, I said no to him. That's... And it was in a very heartbroken way. Yeah. Okay. That Which leads me more... to believe in 10 episodes, I don't know where Talos stands. Right. That's interesting. Mm. I didn't read it like like that, but that makes way more sense. So thank you for that redirect. But I think, I think they, but I think they did that on purpose. I think they wanted us to think that. I got it. Until and then the end, it's like, oh, it's because I think they said you didn't want him to die. Yeah, that makes way more sense. So, long story short, the guy, the art dealer, is killed and he turns back into a scroll and then they just leave the body, which is interesting because no one's really working with Fury or Hill. No, nobody's working with them, they're AWOL. Can we talk about the inconsistency of powers again? Like, I'm trying to figure this out. So you can get thrown through a stone cylinder and get up. No, your back isn't broken. But two bullets penetrate just like it would penetrate regular flesh. That's how it goes. Like, like, are very fast. And what right, kind of but I feel like if, if you're getting thrown through a cylinder, it was a, you still probably have a bruise or a limp what? if a bullet can still like pierce your lung. I feel like 45 or yeah, Talos had the Beretta. I saw that. Uh, with 45 big caliber gun, uh, he had a Glock. Don't know what type of Glock, though. Probably a Glock 19. That's what they always use, more than likely. Right. I feel nice. like if this was on another network, they would have had Fury shoot him more times to show the difference. But since it's Disney, you look well, you we got get a gun. blood and bullets. I mean, we're gonna we get do? to that. Uh, he just, I, I, I guess I thought it would take a little bit more to take him down than just a regular person, right? I guess he shot well. Fury no Fury has thirty years experience dealing with scrolls and he knows how to take them down and he does and then what happens is Hill is for some reason chilling in the car sees some girl with a backpack and goes that's the girl I want she's very good at her job like very good at her job because there's like dozens of people on the street at that point and most well, of them are carrying something no because she reunited with her father and. Did uh, in my opinion, the double cross, and not my opinion, it was actually a double cross. She made it seem like she wanted to come back, but in actuality, she was setting things up for but this is before that happens. Before that happens, Agent Hill sees her on the street after leaving the art gallery guy, and somehow she spots her. I took it as what's her name, Gaia? Gaia, yeah, Yeah. this is her regular human form that she, I guess, so. And Hill knows Talos, and she would have known his children, his wife. I guess so. Right, right, right. Because the people who take uh, the the scrolls who take over the people in the pod, they they stay in those forms, right? Until until they have what they want on Earth. But she had a human form. She had a human form with her father and her mother before she. So if this is that form, then Maria would recognize her. I guess. So anyway, I mean, this is how much I don't care about them. I'm like, yeah, you're right. 
I didn't right. think about this till right now, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I didn't thought about it. <laughs> so, th- so then what happens, and this is going to highlight your inconsistency of power. Hill follows after her, catches up to her, and uh, Gaia, like, just owns her, punches her in the face. I'm surprised she had a face left because I just saw the other scroll punch through a cinder block wall right. and literally crush metal chains with his hand. But guy is, I guess, pulling her punches for some weird reason, even though she wants to like literally blow the world up. And we know that's true by the end of the episode. But she don't want to hurt this lady too, too bad. She just breaks her nose, right? Okay, so anyways, then Hill is discapacitated and but her dad somehow was right there in the and alley. He lets her go. Yeah, but how did he get her. there? One, how did he know? How did he know where to go? And two, how did he get there so fast? And three, where was Nick then? Because weren't they together? Anyways, well, Nick, Nick's not moving that fast. Clearly, <laughs> oh, uh, this guy must have been moving at flash speed. So he catches up to his daughter literally right after she has the moment with Hill. And says, hey, stop, I'll shoot you. And then the daughter turns around. He doesn't recognize his daughter, by the way, until she turns around. Mm-hmm. Gaia. Gaia, right? And then she pushes him pretty hard, knocks the wind out of him a little bit, and then he kind of doesn't That's even pause. We learned a lot of information. We learned that Garrett killed her mother. Because she's right. one guy that killed her mother. Yeah. Right. And Talos is trying to connect with his daughter, saying, how can you do this? And, you know, they're going back and forth. Enough Wait, to make us believe. Who's Garrick? The Garrick, black he's leader. The the, 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 he's the leader. Oh. He's the leader bad guy. He kills Gravik? Gravik? Gravik, yeah. Gravik. Gravik. I'm like, you knew it. I'm looking at yeah. the cast. I'm sounding like Garrick. I'm like, who's Garrick? Like, yeah, Gravik. 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 He killed her mom, which is interesting. Um, that she's working with a guy that killed her mother and would rather work with him than be with her father. Right. And we so think that this that. is this is news to her, right? The way we're experiencing it through yeah. her. She's learning this right now. So she gets back to the camp with the bombs. Wait, did, did, was it news or we, I couldn't tell if her expression was this is well, the news or well, yeah. right that's now a low blow. Right now we're thinking it might be news because when she gets back to the camp with the bombs, she almost tries to postpone the event. She's like, right. maybe we shouldn't do it. We should wait, right? He didn't say it like it was news. He said it like, how could you? But he didn't uh, deliver it like she it was. She acted. I think she, I, I, I read it as it was news to her. Like I read she it. didn't, she didn't know that the people she was working with were responsible for her mother's death, and she didn't even know her mother was dead at the time. Right, yeah, go, go back ahead. and watch that scene. I, I watched it twice. Yeah, I didn't read so it that way. She responds like, "What do you mean, my mom's dead? My mom's dead." She's shocked that her mom's dead, and then she's. Equally I, shocked to find out that the people she's working. I read with it like me. you see the pain of her mom dying, and you see the pain of the choice she made. Because he didn't tell it to her like you need to know this. He kills your mother. He told her like you're working with the guy who kills your mother. He said it like we know this, and how it was could you? Both. The first line was the one information, and then following it was the subsequent information. Mm-hmm. I, don't I know. could be wrong. In in any case, we do. We as the audience get that information. We as right. the audience get that the mom's right. dead, and we as the audience get that she's working with the people who kill the mom. At least that's what the dad's saying. So she gets back to the camp, drops off the bombs, and basically says, "Hey, maybe we should postpone the attack." And the right. guy goes, "We ain't postponing the attack. We doing that right now. Not now, but right now." Not now, but right now, right? And then the next scene we get is uh, some lady on the street randomly getting picked up by some other lady driving a cab. Then the lady driving the cab looks like Tallow. Then the lady (laughs) 
that was picked up looks like his daughter. So how that worked out, who knows? But <laughs> now they're having a private meeting where she says, Dad, there are three dirty bombs. They're going to be in backpacks, and I'm going to mark them with an infrared paint so you can see them and stop the attacks. Right. Dad says, hot dog, my daughter's back. He goes back to Nick and Hill and says, hey, Gal is back with the team. Nick and Hill go, all right. And this proves that we are dealing with a different Nick Fury because the Nick Fury of old would have just assumed everything is a double cross and no one can be trusted. Now, when you say Nick Fury of old, do you mean like... The what? younger, not Nick older Fury Nick of, Fury of... But of I mean, what, but, phase but, one. Right. But, but what did he do in phase one to let us know he was a savvy seeker? He had his team do it for him. I've, also, where, Nick Fury in Winter Soldier is not, not intelligent. Is he in Winter Soldier? Wasn't he in Winter Soldier? No, I don't you think don't so. Know, man. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, he wasn't. He's so good in it, you don't even we're, know he's we're, we're adding in a lot of headcanon for a character that we haven't seen do any of the James Bond stuff we think he did. Right. right. We just right. assume that he, <laughs> we assume he was that good. Like, uh, he's definitely he not doing it in this content. So then what happens is they're at the square where the dirty bombs are going to go off. And Hill spots him, and Fury spots him, and then the tallow goes, oh, by the way, she marked him in infrared. And they all just happen to be wearing glasses that they can click, and it goes infrared. Well, didn't he tell, tell him that when they were... But why, why... No, but we get it. The audience gets it here. So this is the scene where he's telling them for the first time, and they're responding like they know. Otherwise, you wouldn't have that line here. They just they would know they're looking for infrared. This is for the audience's sake. This is a Maiden Butler dialogue moment for the audience's sake. It's called Nick Fury wasn't Nick Fury wasn't with the soldier, but he wasn't in it. In it, like he wasn't fighting Robert Redford's Hydra. Like he wasn't actually part of it. Yeah, yeah. like he wasn't helping Captain America and Black Widow, and the three of them were taking guys down. And we saw him like, oh no, I think he might have been. We didn't see his. He was. He was. He was taking. He did it. No, I'm thinking of another movie and putting two movies together. Never mind. But he he wasn't with the soldiers. So. My point is, we didn't see his prowess, his secret agent prowess. We, we, never see we just see him shoot. <laughs> you just assume he had it. You don't That's really see that here, except for maybe I guess he does get himself captured on purpose and he puts his spy cam in there. That's that's about as 007 as we get. Anyways, in this case, we get the Maiden Butler moment where we get spoon fed for the audience's sake. Again, him telling the team at a weird point in the mission. There's uh, infrared. I, I think I don't think that's correct. I think I think he told them that before. Like, well, he, he says guy is guy is back, and then yes, then it's like implied. A, it's implied. Yeah. But then why would you say it here? Everyone would have already known it. They would have known to look here? for it. Yes, he says it there. That's why he clicks the button on his glasses and switches. Yeah, I'm they talking like over the over yeah. the like, over yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh yeah yeah the, 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 uh, okay. So uh, also for those of you who are wondering why I keep saying Maiden Butler, Maiden Butler is a term from the old 1930s and 40s plays when you'd literally have the maid or butler character walk on stage and give exposition so the audience was caught up with the flow. So um, but that this happens. Was, this was a Maiden Butler moment right now. Exactly, Stop. yes. This, <laughs> this is a Maiden Butler moment because some of us in the scene would should have already known what that was but for you audience members that maybe didn't now you do and that happens all the time in film and television and it usually doesn't work very well it's usually the moments where you feel like why are they saying that 
Like, who are they saying that for? Unless like, they do it over a bowl already... of spaghetti. Unless they do it over a bowl of spaghetti. Yeah, unless Keaton's they do it over a bowl of spaghetti. Yeah, Michael Keaton is pretty great. Spaghetti. Um, yeah. All right, so anyways, then they go after the bags that were marked with the infrared X, only to find out, dun, 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 they've been double-crossed, and the bags are empty, what? And then Nick Fury's chasing after some little girl with a ball, and then that little girl with a ball turns into some big guy with a jacket, and the jacket turns into a lady with the program and the lady with the program turns into oh look it's the big bad baddie bad right and big then he has the a switch in his hand a detonator that he pops up and blasts it now fury also has a gun in his hand at this point and we know that bullets take scrolls out real easy so why fury is just not getting any rounds off no idea but he doesn't and the bomb people oh no 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 they weren't never mind that was after yeah he could yeah he but i guess the explosion know. threw off Right. It was the detonator. It was the girl right. with the ball. Whatever. He was rattled. The bomb goes off. One bomb goes off. Another bomb goes off. And then there's chaos. And then uh, Nick Fury's got his gun out. And he calls for Hill. Hill, Hill. And Hill turns around and he puts one in her. And it turns out that that wasn't actually Fury. That was the scroll Fury. Right. And then Fury, actual Fury, runs up to Hill. And she's like, why'd you it was kill you. me? What, 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 what did she say? Say it, it again. was you. It was you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which yeah. she, which also doesn't make sense for her character would have known that she'd been tricked. Anyways, Fury's like, it wasn't me. And then Tallow mm-hmm. runs up to Fury and drags him off as Hill dies there bleeding out. And we get like the, the you know, the, the, the shot where they're, the panning Very shot dry. from the sky away. And then... Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, end of episode uh, one. I didn't say it's after the credits. I don't think there is anything. There's nothing. No, okay. I need to say just to see anyway. Um, and they kill off a character that has even less backstory and less. Yeah, but she's been around for a while though. A lot of so, so has Harry from HR. But <laughs> like, guess really? what? He's not yeah, important to the block. Yeah, but, but consider this: when we lost Colson, that was a Coulson humongous matters. moment. So does Hill. Hill, no, we've seen doesn't. in every single film. You, you, you've seen her around. Colson matters. Her doing things. Yeah, it. she doesn't matter. No one in this show matters. Colson mattered because he had a connection to Captain America and he fanboyed. And we, because of that connection, when he died, and they still brought him back. Hill's not coming they back because she doesn't matter. Right. We Hill, don't know. She, we don't even know that she's she dead. She doesn't matter Ooh. enough to come back. She'll come back as a scroll. And they 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 use her death to like give our lead character motivation, which happens. So like that's that's prehistoric filmmaking. You kill the lead character, a woman in the lead character's life, and then he has to go on this journey for revenge. That's it. It is like it it is. There's a term for it. I forgot, but formulaic. Well, it's it's it's. You don't have any characters you care about here. Wait, but, but and they killed I, her listen, off. We care I, about I, her. I pseudo care about her character because I've seen it, seen her so often. But, but what did you see her I, do? You don't care I about, her. Care about <laughs> her. I didn't care about her. Like, oh no, it's what's her face? Yeah. <laughs> oh, she, what's her face? Oh. Remember when she did that thing when she sat at the computer and told someone to do something? <laughs> she brings the she brings the everything everything bagels. That's what she does. All right. My problem is this. Here, here's what I'm getting. My problem is this. Her death was kind of right now wasted the way it happened. I think right. it was supposed to be a big aha moment, and no one's feeling the oh my goodness, because it's Maria Hill. Yeah, at least if it was the dude in the beginning, what's his face? Talos, uh, no, 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 um, the guy from Black Panther. Oh, Ross, 
we have enough time with him for his death to matter because we saw what he did with Black Panther. But her, I mean, I can't even tell you the movies she's been in. I know she's been around. She's been I know in she's the Avengers movies. She's been in all the Avengers movies. Like on the movies. side. And I know she probably yeah, got some yeah. shots off, but she doesn't matter. She's like the th- she's like the second and third biggest character for Nick Fury's arc, though. The second or third biggest character for a character who doesn't even have an no, arc. Who we, like, we don't know anything about. <laughs> okay. anything about. But that's fair. But that's who she is. It's it's Fury, uh, uh, Carter, Carter Hill. and Hill, right? Fury, Carter, Hill. Those are the only characters I could tell you by name that work with Fury. Who's Carter? Agent Carter, Peggy Carter. Agent Carter, the one who oh. died. Oh, okay. that's not even the Nick Fury thing. She had a whole. Oh, I'm sorry, not Carter. I'm sorry, not Car- Colson. 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 <laughs> Colson. Fury, Colson, Hill. Those are the people we know, right? That's a, Fury, Colson, Hill. We saw Colson before we saw Nick Fury. Colson was at least an Iron Man one before yeah. Nick Fury popped up. Yeah, we have more time with Colson. That's why his death mattered. That's why his death mattered. But by this point, we should have enough interaction with Hill that. We care about her death. We should. Okay. No, we don't. Leave it at that. But we don't. We definitely Wait, don't. Oh, oh. Okay. No, we don't. So what else are we missing about the content? That's basically it. It was only it. an hour. It wasn't it's much it. going on. We're missing. Are you coming back? Yeah, I'll come back. I'll give Probably. it a chance to see if it gets better. Depends what else comes out soon. Yeah. It, yeah. This show. This show so oversaturated that you ain't going to support? It doesn't. The show doesn't matter. And as a standalone, it does. It's too weak. But none of the Marvel content matters but, based off the next Marvel content. But, at this no, point. but, but, but this one needs to because Nick Fury's tied to too much. It's different when I'm watching uh, Miss Marvel, where it's oh, this is just a standalone coming of age girl getting superpowers. It doesn't have to connect. If it does, cool. Secret Invasion has to connect. Yeah, like if it doesn't connect, whole, it's it not. It's whole, not a good. Stand it could alone. be a whole phase by itself, realistically. It, but it's too. It's too world. Well, what's going on with the multiverse phase right now? Isn't that yeah. where we were at? No, that's that. No, we don't. That's nothing. TVA, Ant Man. Isn't that the? Isn't that what literally just happened in the content? Where? How's that not playing out? Moon Knight is a good enough standalone thing where you can watch it. If it doesn't connect, it doesn't matter. Secret Invasion yeah. is too world changing for it not to connect. It should be and, and it's not strong enough as standalone material either because we don't care about Nick Fury. We just care about Sam Jackson. So right. what so are we watching? Team together. He's got to put a team together, right? He's the team guy. I guess. That's all he does. <laughs> See, he puts together good teams. Okay. He's HR. He's HR for the Avengers. Yeah, he doesn't even Obvious. get it. That's why it didn't work out. I mean, so like, and to know that he has... Captain Marvel's beeper number, like, like, call her in. You get this taken care of in a day. Well, that's the other thing I don't understand. If this event was so dire that he's literally left his space station to come get involved, and there's even uh, the smallest chance that it may be beyond his skill set, why is he not looking for support? I mean, how many, how many people did we watch actually die at the end of the series because? He didn't do what he does best. Three people just trying to, and it'd be different if this no, was like a Hydra thing. We see, we see the public getting blown. Yeah, up. right. We're, we're so because you're watching three people go after like ten thousand aliens and not knowing then ten thousand shape shifting aliens and got three guys with a, a freaking Glock <laughs> trying to right. figure it out. Yeah, and it'd be different if this was a Hydra thing. But it's we're talking about alien invasion, and you're not calling in the people with well, power. Okay, let's now let's be fair. Who could he actually call at this point? Nobody no. knows who Spider-Man is. No, but he does know. No, Vision no is knows, gone. No, wait, hold on, hold on. Scarlet's hold on. gone. Go 
this yet because you're wrong. They don't know Peter Parker's Spider-Man, but they still right. know who Spider-Man is. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So okay. we can call in Spider-Man. Call okay. Ant-Man. You can call in Ant-Man. Ant-Man? Where's Ant-Man right now? He can call in Captain Marvel. He can call in Captain America, the new Captain America. He can call Call in Bucky. What's her name? Um, The black girl. Oh, the new new black black Panther. I don't know. Uh, Riri, Ironheart. Not Ironheart. No, no, no. no. You can call in uh, the one that he's working with on the space station in the beginning of the Marvels. Oh, Maria. No, no. Rambo. Monica Rambo. Although we don't know she has powers yet, right? No, I thought she had powers at the end of... uh, But was it like... But was it made public to like everyone or she... It was made public to the the organization, to Saber. You can call in Monica Rambo. You can call in Saber. So he could call to those people. Why did he go Hawkeye, just off that bow and arrow. Say it again? Yeah. But they had to make him like... It's like Ghost Protocol. Somehow they had to make him rogue in well, order for yeah, AWOL yeah. and rogue for the thing that... Well, actually, it's it's it would have been dope if we found out Rhodey was a scroll and he forces them to have to go rogue, then he can't call people for help. Right, yeah. so, like, like, what we're, then so what we're looking sense. at should actually be like most of the content of episode three. Most of the Mission Impossible movies. Yeah. Right, but we have need to them. get there first. Let, let's right. see if we get there. Let's see. But we're past that point. Yeah, you're right. He should have called in that's for help as soon as he learned alien invasion, dirty bombs, right. Russia. <laughs> that's 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 my point. And so what we're that's looking at is we're looking at a character in a situation where because of the way the content's being depicted, we're not seeing them behave authentically to the way we expect and need them to behave. Sort of, because I and honestly so, don't so know Nick Fury. Said, but that's why they keep spoon feeding us. Nick Fury is different. Nick Fury is different. He ain't been the same since the the blip five years ago, right? Because they still need the blip to matter, and the blip doesn't matter. It doesn't really feel like it affected anybody. Let's also let's keep it real. Scrolls had to have been blipped too. He blipped everything. Right, fifty percent of blip. all life. Right, all life. All right. life. Um, Which also means plants. Sure. And animals. Mm, sure. No nah, animals. Life. I don't know about plants. What plants aren't plant- alive, Rich? You try to get us all, Stop it! Stop! Stop! <laughs> plant lives matter. Get out of here. Plants. Plants is what you need to 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 make the environment what it is, like for yeah. oxygen and everything like that. They're so not part of the population happen. issue, right? That was yes, that was the issue. Population. So no, plants wouldn't be blipped. Maybe. What about maybe planets are alive? Planets? Half of planets oh, blipped out too. This, you just was, have people, this like, content was so good. We're arguing facts from other movies. Yeah, like, you're really. Right. All right, so so let's wrap this up. Are we coming back or not? That's the question. Yeah, it depends what's on. Yeah, wow. it really Lawrence depends what's like, on. Depends this on. is not good. I'll come back and ask you guys how's it going. This is Boba Fett to me right now. Hey, don't, don't you? I, 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 I feel what you felt for Boba Fett right now. This is. It's like it could be. It should be. But I'll it say isn't. this, and I'll wait I'm, for you guys to I'm, tell me. I am a hundred percent coming back unless I only have an hour and then I'm doing this instead. <laughs> so Jack's not coming back. That's what I'm saying. Like if I got an hour and I'm just not doing it, I'm gonna watch either some anime which I need to catch up on, or I'm gonna grind on on on, on one of one of my games. Like, why am I oh, watching this? That was going somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not Chris, you came on this hating it more than me. I'm, yeah. I'm still gonna give it a shot. I'm gonna see. I'm I'm just waiting for it to get good. Yeah, but when look it, at when it's fifty five minutes of my time, not man, not not giving whatever. it a shot. I'll give man. it two more episodes. Let's see. Yes, two I'll definitely give it two more episodes. episodes. At least one more this? episode. 
Probably six, six to eight usually. So Chris is going to give it six to eight episodes to see how it plays no, out. I'm gonna give it two only more six episodes, FYI. Yeah, well. They're going to they're going to conclude a whole alien invasion in six episodes, right? <laughs> well, yeah, that, but that's my point because you know what does it's not going to have any ramifications for anything that follows it, and that's part of the problem with the Marvel content right now is we have been conditioned through early Marvel movies to know that everything has to matter, and mm-hmm. now. In the last 10 years of films, almost, and, and television series, nothing really matters. They, they messed up. They should make the movies matter and the TV series be those other comic book stories that are self-contained. You watch the TV shows for self-contained stories, and the movies matter. And every now and then, they may link up. Yeah. I read a Spider-Man comic. It doesn't always lead to the Avengers. So let the TV right. shows be the TV shows, and let the movies be the movies, and let them intertwine where it's organic. Yeah. And right like here, the monster, the monster series. Yeah, Wolf. Good, but yeah. honest and secret invasion is not an organic it's standalone me. story. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, it's it's big. You literally are talking about. I mean, Captain Marvel set face. this up. We saw, secret, we saw secret what it invasion happened. and secret war. Those were humongous. But to me, it's exactly like what they did with Civil Civil War. They took this awesome name from this awesome IP and. It's just not. It was never going to be what they're right. using. But but Civil War still made sense. Secret Invasion. Not even the name of the comic. Just what the content is telling me is, ten thousand beings can shape shift and they're going to blow up the world. The Avengers have to assemble here. It's not like you can't do it without them. It's a yeah. phase. I'm telling you, it should. Th- been a this phase. is a phase. Even yeah. if they don't follow the comic books, the le- the threat level on this wow. bad is too and high. If it was. Wow, can you imagine that? If it was a phase, then you can kind of pull out the stops with, how, just like you're talking about, is Rhodey one of the right. scroll? Dude. That's know? how you bring back Robert Downey Jr. Forget using the multiverse. is done. Scrolls right. coming back as ghosts and just messing with your head like just yeah. like or they're saying or they're saying he was it was never him in the first place he'd been it in the pod for the well, last that wasn't that part of the comic yeah like, he thought like yeah. someone so was this America? guy yeah come on you know who like, did this better watch avengers the cartoon earth's mightiest heroes they did this better you know who did this better well let, let's be fair you're gonna give it another episode or two so we'll come back to chris and see how he's feeling rich you coming back to this uh, I'll wait for y'all he, to tell me that something happens. He's got stuff to grind. Hey. Um, let's grind it. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I was waiting for it. All um, right. So I guess that's a mixed bag as far as are we coming back? Are we not coming back? Some if of I come, if I come back, it's because Sam Jackson's dope and I love watching him I work. Mean, how can you not? That's that's that? why. If I come back, it's to watch him effortlessly just be the coolest dude in the room. That's yes. not because of the content, because of him. True. Sam alone is at least going to get another episode or two from me. Mm-hmm. And that's fair. Just okay. Sam. All right. And nothing else is on TV. Like I finished Succession. There's nothing else on. <laughs> so I might give this another shot because of Sam Jackson. Unless you guys tell me next week, this is freaking fire. You got to jump back in. What are you we'll doing see. with your life? Yeah. We'll see. Then I'll come back. All right, Chris, no pressure. Let us know. Let you know. all right right, well that's our take on uh secret invasion hope it's been useful to you like comment subscribe and uh you know we'll see you around same secret invasion time nah probably be different secret invasion time but same secret invasion channel peace I was just, know what to do. I was. I was. I was trying to find my way in there, but there's nowhere to go. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, yeah. let's segue this thing into Chris. Yes. You got some recommendations for us? I do, I do. So if you're looking for, I just picked a better Disney series, Marvel series that if you're left empty inside and you're looking for TV content that's Marvel, here's what you should watch. What if? Wait. No. No. Every other episode. Every other episode was good. But even the episodes that were off were still kind of good. No, they were entertaining. I can't wait to see what else is on his list. Yeah, let's go. Chris, you look about you were the one that said it. Every other episode's a winner. Yeah, but it still could be a better series than this. And it's still it's still it's still there's still good content in there. Hey, be fair, you only saw one episode. It's true. Okay, fine, fine. Loki. Loki is great. Yes. Moon Knight. Yeah. I can do the Moon Knight. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Falcon with your soldier. I like Falcon. And even though it hasn't come out yet, X Men ninety seven, I know in my heart is gonna be better than everything that's coming out because I have that faith in my heart of X Men ninety seven coming out. Why? Is that, that gonna be animated, right? Yeah. Okay. Why not? It's still Disney Plus, man. Uh, okay. Be, uh, right. Can I show you guys one more thing? Sebastian's been here bouncing. Okay, Sebastian. Good. Finally, it's your time to shine. And he's not ready, even though he's been bothering for the past. No, half while, while we're waiting for Sebastian, get out of here. The pouchiest of belts, Lawrence. So nineties, man. Look at Wait. all that pouch. Is that the animation for nine, uh, the cartoon? No, I wish it were. Nah, oh, I said yeah. they put Wolverine in his brown what? suit. Whoa. Oh, Chris, describe for the podcast is what are we looking at? So we have Sebastian, full cowl, and a gauntlet. Show them the show them the gauntlet and a Batman gauntlet. Wow! Oh, Batman, no. oh, oh, Batman gauntlet. That computer coming online. How can I help you, Batman? Okay. Sebastian, can I tell you something? Can I tell you how dope your dad is? How dope your mom is? Because I feel like you walk out the store or something all the time. It wasn't like that for me growing up. <laughs> no. <laughs> I did not walk out the Target or the toy store. Or Walmart would always was. <laughs> But to be fair, our parents weren't into it like we are, right? So half the stuff I buy for me. Show them the Batman. <laughs> you probably and, you. and on top of that, there was a separate toy store. So if we if we were going to the toy store, we knew we were getting a toy. We weren't right. just browsing a, a toy. But you knew right. if you was in Bradley's Rich, you yeah. went to that oh, toy yeah. section. Your mom yeah. was like, "Put that back." Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so, so I, I did. I was in the video for for the Batman. Guess what I got? What, what do you have? From the movie, ah, yeah, okay. he, he has the other one, the, the the alternate Flash too, that has like the nubs, and then he has Batman from Spin Masters. Michael Those are Keaton. good figures. Those are good figures, man. Them Spin Masters are good figures. Yep. Show them. Show them the Batmobile. What is that? Five points of articulation? No, more than that. Knees, head, shoulders. Yeah, shoulders, arms. Spin Masters are dope. Spin Master. It's very GI Joe ish, except you don't get you don't get a mid you don't get a midsection. I got. This and then we have the Spin Masters 89 oh, Batmobile. You heard you, you hear Chris say, We have. I know you have a phone with that, Chris. Yeah, of course. Of Go course. That is dope. And then show them the last, this, thing, the last thing you have, and then we're gonna, and then we gotta go. I, 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 are you ready? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Are, are you super ready? It's super ready. ready. Are you ready? So ready. Let's Good go. Show. Chris, these are all for you, man. Yep. These are all for you. For me? 
Yes, but for you. But these, for these are in rotation. <laughs> yes, yes, but for you. These are in play rotation. That I mean, look at that Batmobile. Guys, okay, for the podcasters, he's showing the Spin Masters Batmobile. And for a good retail price Batmobile, that is sick. Better <laughs> yeah, than what we had dope. as kids. <laughs> well, yeah. Way better. Pretty dope. I want to and... get I want to see a diecast version of that. The diecast? I have a diecast version of it. That size that or like size? A, oh that size oh this that size no this, this is the but that size you talking hot toys yeah, yeah. that'd be like a thousand Jada, bucks Jada and cast and your, but like only, oh, the, your character can go inside so cool and Chris let me show you something real quick go ahead well, what about like a uh, a remote control car version of those things they have it coming out just has it it's gonna cost like four hundred bucks though sold dude. Does it so, like shoot out? Spin Masters. Whoa! Wait, wait. Before you say, whoa, the Spin Masters is more screen accurate yeah. than the McFarlane's. Oh. The McFarlane got this gray oh. canopy. You can't really tell it's gray. Can't and everything lie. about it, that is more screen accurate. That's dope, though. 160 Still, bucks in my toy store, Chris. Let me know. But the problem <laughs> is, my Batmobile can only hold one person. That is a Mine, too. Yeah. Mine, too. Just a bigger yeah. person. Or two smaller the people. the second one. And the Keaton doesn't fit well in here. FYI. Uh-huh. The Masters fits good in here. And the second, my Batmobile, um, I mean, my Batwing has one seat still. Yeah, which one is kind of Yeah. They, and, and the McFarlane has one seat or two. I think you can have two seats. What are you going to drop off? You're right. You know what? It should spin. The Batwing should spin. It on should. Its, and it rotate on its At axis. least the McFarlane one that you spin on like. 300 bucks for right is that much yeah it's dope it's pretty much the same thing as a spin master just paint 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 with a name like spin master should definitely have the big one too i know but that 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 whole seating area is hollow that's for like the big face so you have to like customize it if you can get some you can get three figures in that one all right guys (laughs) and and also it's not too big from the movie movie. oh yeah, yeah All right. Did you did you see Chris's? Did you show him your uh, your father's yeah, figure? Yeah, he saw it. <laughs> he doesn't care. He doesn't have the touch of seeing him. There. All right. Dash. There, I guess. Look, look. Oh, can't wrap it around. Uh-huh. Oh, I will say, Chris, the yeah. McFarlane figure, you get full spread. That's cool. Uh, full spread. spread. Full spread. Full spread. On that note. That's our take on Marvel's Secret Invasion. Hope you enjoyed our talk today. Lawrence has oh, Batman head in his mouth. This is Pause. 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 He literally put Batman's head in his mouth. The hell's got, what the hell's got in here, Rich? We'll be back. Same oh. bat time. Same bat channel. Oh, okay. There it is. Nice. Peace. Peace.